Hey, I'm Nashi. I'm Rizlar. And I'm Frosty. Welcome back to the Value Pack. Hold on, I have to gear, I have to gear check Nash right now. Alright, that is a full job. Dude, he CC'd me out of dance. What's happening? Oh, Rizlar! People look at you like you're crazy, and they refuse to admit <laughs> that it's pay to win, and just scream that it's pay to convenience! It's pay to convenience! Big money, big money, big money, big, big money. money! Oh shit, we got it! We fucking got it! And welcome to another episode of the Value Pack. Today we're doing things a little differently. I'm starting off with the uh, opening intro here. Resler will be starting us off with the topics, but uh, we're going to be uh, going over quite a few changes that happen in the Global Labs notes, as well as the uh, regular patch notes as well for live. Uh, first things first, we want to thank our sponsors. I'm going to start with uh, Wavesy because that's going to be easiest for me to say. I'm going to butcher the hell out of all of these, so apologize in advance. We got thanks. We have uh, Talos, uh, Septum. We have Slytech, <laughs> Minara. We have Melt in Your Mouth, Kalahad, <laughs> Jerry Johnson. <laughs> You're doing great. You're doing great. Keep going. Keep going. Um, high end, and the last but not least, it's going to be the most difficult. I'm just going to say Floridian Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even try. <laughs> His name. There's is no way now. <laughs> what, what do you think it says, Nayashi? Before I say what it actually is, it's I has issues. <laughs> I do have issues, actually. I have issues saying this name. <laughs> Oh my god, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, you nailed it, dude. You nailed ever. it. You nailed it. Good job. Um, yes, okay. So, a uh, <laughs> lot of stuff to get to today. First thing on the docket, we got to talk about uh, guard changes. Uh, specifically, <laughs> excuse me, I'm still dying. Um... I think more specifically, I think it would be appropriate to call it guard break changes. So I have the notes up uh, right here. So let me just read these. Uh, <clears throat> let's see here. Yada, 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 yada. Okay. All characters re rearward movement guards. And if the guards are destroyed while using the following skills, the guards are destroyed and the guards cannot be recovered. If the guard gauge is zero, it has been changed so that it does not become a front guard. Even if you move backwards Changed so that the front guard effect is not applied during guard destruction. When guard gauge is zero, the following skills are not activated. Then it gives a, uh, a couple different uh, skills <clears throat> that I presume require blocks to use. Um, Following skills. Uh, yeah, these, well, that one does these are all the skills that you have to actually like press the skill button to use the right. block. Yeah. Right. Which is why Zerker is not up there. And that's what throws me off because I, I don't know what these are, what these skills are. Um, so essentially, they are uh, changing guards. So once it hits zero, it effectively breaks and you can no longer use uh, like these skills. Um, they also. Where is. I'm just trying to hit the highlights. I don't want to just go read the notes. I don't see where is the five second delay thing. I'm so they don't that. actually mention the time in the notes. Yeah, we had to test what? it in Global Labs to mention it. Really? They, they didn't put they it in the notes? They just say for a period of time. 
Okay. Well, okay. So let me explain. Let me explain that change then. Since it, it doesn't ex- change, since yeah. it doesn't explicitly say it in the notes. So right now on Global Labs, your break hits zero. It does not recover. Your guard hits zero. It does not recover for five seconds. Correct. Yeah. yeah and you get you get a similar debuff on your bar that you would get from a like a corsair, the purple shield thing. Right. So it doesn't recover for five seconds. After five seconds. Uh, it'll start to recover again, uh, presumably. Um, this obviously has uh, major implications for, uh, I mean, everyone, in all honesty, because for some strange reason, this is not narrowly targeted. And uh, I guess this is where we'll kind of jump into the broad discussion of, um, we've talked about this before, when they mentioned that they were going to be looking into how to deal with blocks and then it was either last week or the week before they mentioned something about S blocks. Frosty, you were like, I think they, <laughs> I think that there's a mistranslation here. They think when we say SA blocks, we mean S blocks. Um, and this is presumably the result of that, where now uh, any block S or SA that hits zero can't regen for five seconds, which is probably a good thing for SA blocks. Um, but probably not a good thing for S blocks. What are, what are, what are, what are, what are we feeling about this? I mean, we all know how we feel about this because we talked about this in our chat, but. Nashi, like, what are you feeling about this? Yeah, Nashi, you're the, you're the resident blader. What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, ultimately, it's going to be pretty difficult for the classes that don't have a lot of protections that utilize their frontal guards a lot. Um, it's five seconds is going to feel like a long time, honestly, like and one V one scenarios when you're being pressured, that's going to feel like forever. Um, In large scale, it'll probably feel like forever too. You'll probably feel like half the engagement's done by the time you get your block back. Um, In some long drawn out fights, it probably won't feel as bad maybe, but probably still will feel pretty awful to deal with. It's, I mean, the fact that you can still use other forward guard abilities is interesting, right? Because that's it's only saying the the ones that you have to like hard cast on. Like, for example, it said full moon reverse scale for Mewa, which is basically old uh, right. royal rage. So it's only abilities like that that are quote unquote locked out because you can't get into the position where you're blocking is the idea. Right. So it's specifically <laughs> it's not you get locked out of all frontal guard skills. It's you get locked out of skills for which you need to be blocking to right. use. Yeah, which is interesting because if I remember correctly if you use four guard abilities even if your block is at 0, you won't be CC'd. Correct. correct. You have frontal you have super armor <laughs> from the front as weird as yeah. that sounds. Yeah, yeah. So so, so it, that's that's an interesting I like tidbit to keep note of so it's not like you're completely vulnerable you just take damage from the uh, from the frontal position if you get cc from the side or the back obviously you'd still get cc normally so is what it is there but um you could for example if you're afraid to get cc you could throw out like me for example i could still throw out red moon to maybe protect myself from being cc'd but i'd still take the brunt of the damage mm-hmm. anyway yeah. so something to note there but uh yeah i'm it's interesting. I'm not sure how I feel about it yet because, you know, there's other elements to this patch that we'll go over right. here shortly that will kind of go well, along with this. So let's let's try to tackle this like one at a time. Yeah. So theoretically, yeah. if we were looking at this uh, like isolated, right, just this change, 
Does this change help non-grab classes deal with SA block classes in an effective way? No, not really. Uh... Like, if you think about if you think about the classes that actually are the problems with their blocks, they have extremely strong blocks, and you can't just like beat on their blocks typically. Now that may have changed with the with the uh, nerfs to grabs as far as the cooldowns. Um, if you know that they miss their grab and they there's a window of opportunity, you might be able to pressure their forward guard and actually potentially break it. But right. that's that's not a thing until we see this in action. We got to make sure that the damage from global labs actually is a true representation of what they plan on putting in live. So, so if if we take this out of isolation and put it in the context of everything else that's on global labs, including what else is in this patch that we haven't talked about yet, do you think that it's an effective change or like still kind of no? Honestly, it's kind of early to say in my opinion. Like the clip Frosty's showing right now shows a Musa beating down a warrior's guard, and then when he gets the stagger from the guard break, he gets knocked down and then killed. Mm-hmm. But typically, when you get the stagger animation, you're gonna you have the ability to like not quote unquote cancel out of it, but you have an opportunity to like move before you get CC'd and protect yourself. So, um, yeah, it really depends. It really depends, honestly. Like. It's too early to say. Fair uh, enough. One of, one of the major issues with it is um, the timer. I, I think it's a bug. I'm not sure what the intention is, but the timer keeps resetting back to five if you press your blocks, which is also... Really? I think that's a bug. That yeah. sounds like a bug, yeah. Yeah, so I couldn't that imagine that going into live. Pretty bad. I, I'm what trying I, to... What like, I, what... No, uh, well, I wanted to say, like, with the question with the, that Yash and Ayashi is, like, on one hand, I could see how this would be like, it would put pressure on someone to feel like they can't block forever and they'd have to do other stuff in between. But the thing is, is like, even in these examples, like the warrior is just blocking. Like this isn't in a the context of an actual fight. He's never going to do that. Yeah. Yeah, he, like he can still use an SA skill and, and maybe that is the solution because of you no, know, like the grab cooldown being higher. There's going to be a window where the Musa can trade and put yeah. pressure. But... Like this Musa in this scenario, like I'm looking at the one where they're in the smaller arena, like he would probably have Gravedigger on him, the slow. He would also be like, he, he you know, wouldn't be able CC to put out that kind coming of pressure. Him. Yeah, mm-hmm. not not necessarily. So I mean, I'd have to see it in real world practice, but I don't I don't know that it really solves it. Um, but it does put a pressure on like, oh, I definitely can't just block forever. Yeah. Um, the the problem he is can't, though, he can't walk away and go get coffee. Basically, <laughs> the problem though with this compared to like I don't know maybe like some of the stamina examples that we've had in the past is that this negatively affects large scale way too much. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think it affects large scale far more than one v ones. I wanted to ask Frosty. So even on Global Labs and messing around with this, yes, I presume. Um, yep. if your block starts recovering and then you get hit with something that instantly takes it back down to zero, does it go on cooldown again? Yes, every time it hits zero. Yep. So that means technically, hmm. theoretically, you don't want to just 
re- yeah, you'd want to like, like take run. five seconds to recover. You you probably need to reset the fight. So in theory, the yeah, way they describe it, I really it, don't like that. Is you'd want to run. You'd want to like disengage and move back. That's what they said in their dev note. Like the whole idea of it is to make players feel like you can't just sit there and be next to them. You gotta like disengage take a breath and then come back in kind of thing yeah because it goes your guard goes on cooldown like the recharge cooldown even if it breaks in a frontal guard ability too right um it actually does not it only goes if you use s block or a guard when it's at zero if you're in a frontal guard ability you actually don't get the debuff and again, that's another thing that I don't know if it's intentional or not. So, for example, if a ninja is using stance shift, um, for whatever reason, when it gets hit to zero, it doesn't give them the debuff. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. There's another element, and I don't know if this is true. Frosty, Rezler, maybe you can confirm. But I heard that... Do, Frosty, do the Corsairs block damage abilities, do they actually lower your block if you're hitting someone that's an SA? Yes. Yeah. So do. that's an interesting tidbit for when we get to the the topic that yeah, yeah. this one. Um so, It kind of it kind of well, goes in line with what Reslar was talking about though, I did, the, I the did, double I, block break but, thing. Before we do that, I do want to point out that this is a change that affects all guards instead of just SA blocks or super armor blocks or uh complete immunity from CCs from behind blocks or whatever they call it in yeah. Korea. Yeah. All resistances um, to everything except for grab. Yeah. 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 Including yeah. back attacks, so I think is how it's it, it affects more than just the blocks that a lot of people have a problem with. And on top of that, if I'm remembering correctly, I can't find exactly in the notes where it says this uh, oh, yep, here it is. Warrior Valkyrie. It has been improved so that it can withstand more damage than before when using the defensive posture skill in the Awakening State. So not only did they make this change affect like non-SA block classes, which is really annoying, they also buffed some of the SA blocks, which is just like... Yeah, it makes no sense. What, like, what? What's what, the, that's kind what? of that's kind of productive. And then on top yeah. of that, which is another topic we'll get to, the passive changes, which will also make them stronger for some classes, like Valkyrie and Warrior. Yeah, I'm just. Um, I, I'm not a. I'm not the biggest fan of this direction. I, I mostly because of. It doesn't really deal with the problem that I originally was stating. It just it fucks everyone else too. That you know, yeah. Well, and we so we've talked about like guard recovery prevention in the context of Corsair before, right? Yeah. I, I think for the I think varying degrees of agreement, but I think we all kind of agree that it's not like a super cool thing. Um, I will. For, I will for the classes that are getting whaled with it in yeah. uh, like large scale and stuff. I will say I'm glad they didn't try to make it 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine um, 15 seconds of your guard being down if just in a normal duel context? Some some matchups would just be unwinnable at that point. Frosty, I know you kind of like you kind of believe that this is like necessary in the context of non-grab classes versus SA block classes. We've talked about this before in terms of like guard break and stuff. And your argument has always been that the guard break is a good tool, but without 
guard recovery prevention, it's kind of meaningless. So what, like, how do you feel about this change? Do you think this is good, bad? Like, well, I don't know. What What do you think? Yeah. Do does it again, does it feel like we're being hypocritical about how we feel about this versus what we've said in the past? No, because I I don't really love this implementation though because one, like. Okay, so if I, let's say I'm fighting a Guardian. I always use the Corsair versus Guardian example. This is where I first experienced it, where like, on paper, I'm like, when we first saw those leaked uh, skills of Corsair, you guys remember that? And we were reading through mm -hmm. them, like the BDO Codex ones, and we're yeah. like, dude, this is crazy. Like, instead of giving them a grab, they give them block break. Like, this is a really interesting... I was thinking, this is an interesting idea that's going to help oh, I, me yeah. against Same. a warrior or a Guardian or whatever. And then I got on Corsair, and then I fought a Guardian. Now, there's some classes that deal with this more poorly than others. So, for example, like Suck Nova, because it's slower and you can't dodge stuff. But Guardian has a full kit. They have iframes, they have super armor rotations, they have damage trades, and they can They can slow rotate you. things. They can rotate things. And Corsair itself, Suck Corsair, doesn't really have a whole lot of, like, catches or quick catches. So, when I'm fighting a Guardian, even if I break their block, like, they're still just rotating super armor and going for grab attempts on me, and it, it didn't really make much of a difference in the 1v1 in that matchup. Whereas, like, if he couldn't stay in his block and there was some sort of stamina pressure on him, like, maybe he would use something unprotected or, or do something out of his comfort zone, you know? Like, mm. I don't know. It still doesn't really solve say the, the problem. Say the it's not, matchup versus Corsair. Yeah, because it's not just the guard with super armor it's a combination of the guard with super armor plus everything they have is protected all of their cc attempts their grab attempt everything so yeah. there's like no opening whatsoever and the guard just reinforces that so yeah. i i don't know no to me this doesn't really solve that no it just i mean may again maybe like a sork or a really good musa and a maywa will find windows where they're actually able to break the block but any any Musa, Mewa, or Sork that's like fought enough good Guardians or Valkyries or Novas knows it's not easy to break that block to begin with. It's not with. going to happen. Plus, they're going to, like, if I'm on a Suck Nova, let's say I'm on a Suck Nova again. I just fought Alki. I, I don't know if you guys know Alki, but Alki is an incredibly geared uh, Sork. And when I fight him on any other class, he is very difficult to fight. And recently, when I tagged a Suck Nova, I, it was so easy. I just destroyed him and there was like nothing he could do. And anytime he started getting my block a little bit low, I just used one super armor ability and it was back to 100%. Yeah. So it's like a combination of everything. So I don't really think that this solves that. Um, but I don't know for sure. I'd have to like experience what it's like if a warrior misses a grab and I'm on like a Sork or a or a Musa or a Mewa, like how much pressure can I really put on them? Like, is it, maybe it will be enough. I, I'd have to see how it feels in actual practice. That's that's why, I, that's why I was saying that same thing earlier with like, if the damage that's in currently in Global Labs comes to life as is without being, you know, PVP reduced or whatever, which is likely to happen, um, I'm 80% that that's probably going to happen. But if it doesn't and it comes as is, then maybe. I could see block damage actually being a real possibility for some of these classes, especially like mine. Like if I do some output on Global Labs, but I just don't. I don't think it's gonna be that way. I, I I highly doubt it. I don't think there's really ever been too many skills that have come from Global Labs that have really kept the high damage output that they received uh, and brought over to live. But 
Um, I don't know. It's uh, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of, of this implementation either. I kind of feel like I, I don't know. Maybe maybe certain classes that don't have grabs should have had block lock type features, like five second block lock where it doesn't recover, rather than just doing damage to block gauge, like which we'll no, that, talk about here. That's that's still more no. It, it's so I don't know. That's so much. I'm just yeah. wondering if like. I'm kind of curious, Reslar, from your point of view, because we've had past discussions like years ago. I remember us having a an argument about block break and when it breaks, like the stagger or whatever. Mm -hmm. Would would it be better instead of this if your block hits zero that you get stiffened, but it recovers immediately? Like maybe it just instantly stiffens you. So uh... it's like gives the opponent if they bring you to zero a chance to catch you or CC you. Versus like a guard break prevention recovery or something like that. Like if it just CCs you when it breaks. Would that so, be better okay. or worse so, so or no different? I think that would probably be better if if a couple things. First of all, every class that can get stiffened by having their block broken needs to have access to an instant iframe. So that when their block is getting low, they can have the ability to like outplay. Exit. Right? Yeah. Okay. And if they use then, it for some other means, they they purposely screwed themselves. Right. Strategically. Some, some classes have this, some classes don't. But every single class would need to have that, I feel like. Um, what a, what and then about... thing number two, block lock cannot be a thing. Right. You cannot um, get locked into your guard and then have it broken and get yeah. CC'd. That can absolutely not happen in any context whatsoever. I think if both of those requirements were were fulfilled, I think that would probably be fine. In all honesty, what about this that that idea with large scale? I feel like that would be awful in large scale with getting yeah. stiff right away. It would be hard. It would be. Hard. It would be. Yeah. I mean, the like other some thing... you, like when people dive, your block literally goes to zero instantly. In some cases, I still wonder. So why we talked about this when Warrior Succession came out. Why can we not just increase the power of blocks dependent on how many characters are around you? Yeah. So if is... you have if you have more allies or more enemies around you, it makes your block stronger. They yeah. have the capacity to do this. They have this already in the game with Succession Warriors block. They just need to apply this to the other SA block classes. This is the same thing like Biceptimus talked about, where he he wants this on warrior for like as like a large scale buff because right now the biggest problem is that every time you buff warrior everyone that has to fight it in 1v1 is like dude what the hell are you doing but the reality is they're not insane in large scale right so it's like all these buffs that you see on global apps that upsets like all the classes that don't have a grab it's like yeah you have to understand like a lot of these buffs are geared towards large scale which they aren't particularly good at right now even if you do hate fighting the class in 1v1 and one of his ideas was something along the lines of like, if I'm fighting, if I jump into a ball, give me a DP buff for the amount of people that are in a certain radius of me. So that way, if I'm in a 1v1, right. I'm the same. But if I'm in a 1v10, like I'm a little bit stronger and there I'm not, I'm not just going to instantly get blown up before I can finish something. Yeah, I mean, that it's a, it's a solid idea. It's and something, it's, that's a fairer it's... idea. Yeah, it's something that needs to be considered while we're like in the process of changing how blocks function. And generally speaking, although they did block Warrior and Valkyries both in Awakening, 
I think overall we seem to be going towards making blocks weaker, which is good for 1v1, but really bad for large scale. So something we need to, and again, like this has been, I, I hate to be at a broken record because I've been saying this throughout all of this rework shit, but with every single change, PA really needs to take a look at how this affects other aspects of the game. And as long as that happens, then I think it'll be fine. Will it happen? Uh, I guess we'll find out. Um, Yeah, I fucking hate this change. Uh, if I can bitch about it for a second. Okay. I really fucking hate this change. I really cannot stand that it is applied to all blocks. Uh, Zerkers rely quite heavily on their S blocks to keep them safe. Um, especially in Awakening. I mean, in Succession quite a bit as well, but... Uh, your S-block in Awakening is a very, very key thing that you need to use, especially in large-scale. My block already gets exploded in large-scale from, like, one wizard sitting on a fucking cliff. Um, so the idea that that wizard's gonna throw one meteor at me, my block's gonna break, and now I just don't have guard for five seconds, which means I can't even get close to the enemy ball, or else I'm just gonna get CC'd by some random bullshit. Uh, that's really frustrating. Um, and part of that, uh, I know, like, oh, Rizlar's a gearlet, so that's why. Yes, I understand that part of it is because I'm a gearlet, but that's also a problem in and of itself. The fact that this really fucks over lower-geared players is, like, a real problem. Because now you're going to have one fucking, one fucking class can go into a ball, right? Like, one geared Corsair, right? You already, we have to deal with Corsairs so much. You have one geared Corsair dive into a ball with people, maybe half of which are gearlets like me, eviscerate their blocks, and now that half of that ball doesn't have block for the engage. Like that's that's stupid. <laughs> that's so dumb. Like I uh, I fucking hate this change. It's so bad. It's so. I said this in our group chat, but like, it needs. This is a change that needed to be really narrowly targeted, and instead it was just broadly applied, and it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. And part of that is probably due to the mistranslation or miscommunication between like NA feedback and Perlibus. Like I have we've a, talked about already, but I, I have mean. a question. Th this one's a little bit more weird and obscure, and probably harder to implement. But what if when your block hits zero? You get this debuff on your bar for five seconds to where you, for those five seconds, you don't have super armor when you block with Q block. That's the only thing you lose. You don't actually like lose the guard recovery. It's just for five seconds when you block, you don't have the super armor during your block. Uh, I think that would be a good change for 1v1. Um, as long as it is, like, fairly easy to break the blocks. Um, again, I'm a con bit concerned for large scale, but I think that would be better than what we have now with this change. But you'd still be able sure. to block. You just wouldn't get the yeah. super armor. Right, right. Like, on your back Nashi. and the sides. I'm, I mean, particularly on the back and the sides. Like, so let's say right. your block breaks... You dash to the side, you recover your block back up to 20, you block again. You're still in forward guard. You just, if someone hits you from behind to the side for those five seconds, you can be CC'd. Five seconds is ages, but right now it's, it's like, right now you can neither for five seconds. 
you don't get block or super armor because you can't use the block. You can't even use your block. Like, it just CCs you over and over when you try. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that would be better. Nayashi, what are, you, what are, you, what are your thoughts on that for, like, 1v1 non-grab class versus SA block? Um... I guess. I mean, seems fine. I don't really have. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just it, don't I still like, don't know I, if it solves the issue. I, I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, there's part of me that's just like, dude, after two seconds, you should lose the resist if you're holding Q. They should have to move and do other stuff in between to just keep them active instead of turtling forever. Something along yeah. those lines or after three seconds or w whatever. I, I don't know. It's just like, it's just weird. That yeah, probably the, wouldn't be bad in all honesty if it was just you have whenever you Q block, you have SA for three seconds, right? And then you only have to in the Q block, though. You gotta be clear about that. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. not like a lingering SA that works on all your skills. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that would probably be fine in all honesty. Because then, in the context of large scale, you just have to use one, like, protected ability on a low cooldown and/or just, like, reset the block by itself right so that wouldn't be bad i mean obviously blocks are still worthless in large scale so that doesn't change that but at least that doesn't fuck blocks in large scale more than they already are i have to address Damn. something real quick so someone in chat juvios keeps saying why do you want to remove turtle classes and make everybody a rat i play shield class because i like that style uh i don't know which class you play but warrior is a rat except you also have sa block so it's not about removing shield classes no one's saying they want to remove or like none of us are saying we want to remove shield classes. Like it's just like a gross exaggeration or misunderstanding. We're saying like you need a, a way to, there has to be some risk when you're fighting somebody. If you have zero risk, it's like absurd and frustrating for everyone to have to fight you. That's, that's yeah. why. We're, no one's trying to remove the shield entirely from the game. They're trying to just address the issue of like, okay, this class versus all these classes that don't have grabs, has a huge, huge, huge and distinct advantage. And there's nothing like, right now there's just not a system set up in place that helps you deal with it. That's all the discussion is. Sorry, go on. Where are we at? No, I mean, that's, it's, it's not about removing like turtle classes. It's about like turtle classes are too unfair of a fight for non-grab classes i mean that's just kind of how it's, it is it's just it's how for us he said turtle classes can be rats in a way yeah, they have this, the ability to also be rats awaken warrior yeah, I mean, is war pretty ratty like, yeah you look at awaken warrior and tell me that's a turtle class like uh no <laughs> like no i'm sorry just no the answer is no it's not <laughs> i don't know yeah it's 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 a hard thing to talk about because I, I do understand where that person's coming from and that it may feel like we're arguing that their identity needs to be taken away from them. But the thing is, is like we kind of are because that identity is a real problem for a lot of other classes, right? Well, I don't want so, it taken away. I, I want to be clear. Like I just, it just needs to be slightly changed in my opinion. It doesn't need to be taken away. It just right, needs but to be like... In the, in, in the context of like if someone was to believe that their class's identity was around the fact that they can sit in SA block and be protected right like if you put yourself in that mindset then i mean yeah. that's what we're arguing for but i don't think that is that class's identity i don't think warrior's identity is that you can sit in sa block and be completely protected 
I don't I don't think that you look at you look at uh like uh, uh PvP montages with with warriors, right? McCann's and Sphero, how often are they just sitting in their block? Never. Like, never. That's not that class's identity. Now for other classes, maybe you want to argue it's different, like for like Suck Nova. Like, sure, I think that like the SA block has a lot more to do with that class's identity. But I still would say that that's like by proxy because their main identity is through their like little minions that they got. So I don't know. It's a hard topic to talk about. It is. Um, it is. It's rough because there's no like takes it to the extreme though. It's like, hey, by the way, I I'm a Musa and I can't get through this guardian. Uh, like nothing. There's no point where I can CC him. I fought him. Two minutes passed. Nothing was open. Uh, what what should I do? And it's like, oh, you're just trying to remove guard classes. Yeah. It's like, no. Well, and people people need to realize that like like things like this, right? Things like SA blocks and grabs and like pretty much like almost everything in this game is like really complicated. <laughs> and there's never like a like a oh yeah, if they would just change this, that would be such an easy fix. Like that just doesn't exist in this game. It doesn't exist in any game really. That that's not how balance works. If that's how balance worked, every game ever would be balanced, but no game is ever balanced. So I don't know. Not even chess is balanced. Um anyway, are we done with SA block changes? Yeah. Basically we don't like the way they implemented this change. I don't think most people do. I don't think it solves any of the problems necessarily I think, it, I think it just makes some problems worse for like the non-heavy heavy duty block classes it's just going to be a worse time for them uh someone in frost's chat is saying chess is balanced it's not white always goes first it's unbalanced chess has been literally the you. most balanced game that has ever been created is still unbalanced you can't create a perfectly balanced game it's not possible wait what if you don't think? What about Rochambeau? What about uh, lock paper would, scissors? You don't think that's balanced? I would say that there's still an element of unbalanced because there's actual like you can go into the um the mentality or the uh like different people have a what's what I'm looking for like proclivity I think to like picking certain things at certain times and if you look into it that can actually give you like an advantage. It's not just random chance at that point anymore. To like talk about like one of the most basic things, if I remember correctly, like men tend to all like always start with rock, for instance. Like there are certain things like that where I won't you can be, identify. I won't be patterns. pigeonholed by you, Reslar. What's that? I won't. I'm be just saying. You think if like you it, and me, if you and me rock paper scissored right now, I guarantee you, I'm not going rock. I mean, I'm not saying men always go rock. I'm saying that when you look at, like, the st like there's actually been a lot of studies regarding this thing, regarding, like, what types of people pick different things in Rochambeau. And I think that was, like, one of the most baseline things is that uh, men tend to pick rock. Or was it scissors? I don't remember. Anyway, there's, like, certain things like that which can give you an advantage. So even something like that, where you think it's, like, completely random, so it's totally fair, it's actually not. No, it's at still least totally not always. fair. It may not be totally random, but it's still totally fair. Come yeah. on, man. Also, when you think of rock, paper, scissors, what are you picturing for that rock? I know you picture something. Is Wait, it a big-ass rock? A little rock? What? 
like the symbol you yeah. make with your hand i'm confused yeah because like when i think of rock paper scissors i'm thinking obviously college ruled right <laughs> what? college what? ruled lined you, you don't think about this stuff okay frosty i know weed is legal in california but dude you gotta chill brother <laughs> I don't, I don't smoke weed, but I was selling a phone recently and someone offered me cannabis instead of cash. And I was like, uh, I'm good. Thank you though. Dude, Pootie Poot says they think of Dwayne Johnson. See, that's what I'm saying. Something comes Dwayne to mind. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. All, right, All right. So, uh. On from guard, on I, to passives. Yeah. Am I, am I still doing this or are you taking over now? Are you tired? Are you? Did you just log into Arc? No, no, I'm doing my riffs, <laughs> but I was just asking because you said originally you had said Reslar will start us off, which seemed to imply that I wouldn't have to go the whole time. But <laughs> have to see there are the implications. He's, he's been in the low words. key All right. praying. All right, here we go. The defensive. Listen, passive. I'm just saying you're a lot more informed and knowledgeable on these things than I am. All right, I'm just here for my shitty Zerker opinions that nobody cares about. All right, so they reworked the passives across the board. They removed basically the individual passive, the one passive that everyone had like leveled up um, and added this new, I'm putting in quotes, universal and balanced passive to bring everyone's passive a little bit closer together to balanced in quotes. Some of them are very good. Uh, some of them are not as good. And uh, even within the ranks, of individual classes i think some people feel like theirs are good and then other people that play the same class are like ah that sucks um i mean let me just go through this list so uh warrior and let's see it was warrior valk both got all dp plus 20 and 300 hp that's a pretty good passive um sorka all evasion plus 10 percent and max stamina plus 150 uh, now, if you prefer evasion, evasion is, that's a cool passive. The stamina, I think anyone who got 150 stamina, that should feel bad. Um, yeah, right? <laughs> Ranger got 300 stamina and all AP plus 6. Um, Zerker got all DP plus 20 and critical hit chance uh, plus 20%. I don't I actually, I mean, you guys lost accuracy but gained crit chance and DR. I, what, what is the Zerker feeling on that one? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, is like the accuracy allows us to really easily deal with uh, like evasion builds, which is very nice. Yep. Um, so I think even though they're taking away a bit of that, I think we'll still be able to deal with evasion builds like decently in one v one. Um, the problem is large scale, right? Like large scale, how do you deal yeah. with evasion builds? Well, you grab them and hope your teammates show up, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> like, I, like, yeah. Right, I'm trying you, to. You, yeah. you seismic them and hope that enough of those hits land. And if they don't, then you got to wait six seconds. I don't know, man. Um, yeah, I don't know. The defense thing is weird. Um, I don't know how much of a difference like 20 defense makes. I feel like probably not much. Um, the crit is interesting, uh, but I feel like I would rather have accuracy in all honesty. I don't know. That's how I feel. Maybe other Zerkers disagree. Yeah, I, um, 
I mean, most Zerkers I saw are pretty upset about losing the accuracy. Yeah, I think I'd rather have accuracy in all honesty. Um, let me see if I could find. Yeah, so you guys, you guys lose seizing fear, essentially. Right. And but you do get to keep the prime version, and you do keep keep Fort of the Giant. Um, but yeah, and then Tamer, Tamer ended up just gaining 150 stamina. I guess. I think that's the only difference. Musa Mewa lost their 10% melee evasion and instead gained uh, 150 stamina. And then... Which is just fucking... Like, did, all right, so the, the melee evasion wasn't anything impressive at all, but 150 stamina is like an insult, in my opinion. Did you guys already have the AP? I can't remember off the top of my head. No, we gained that as well. Okay, so you gained 12 AP. Um... Valkyrie DP plus 20. Yeah, we talked about that one. Ninja Kuno, this one's weird too because there are a lot of ninjas and kunos that run evasion. So for this, for them, this is great. The AP is the same as before, pretty much. Um, uh, maybe a little bit different. I'm trying to think off the top of my head what how much it was. I always forget that passive because it's like you just, it's not something you think about. Um, let me see. So before it was. Do, 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 do. Killer training gave, let's see, yeah, one one melee AP, two, so 10, I think it was essentially 10 melee AP, and then at level 63, you got two. So now you get 12, so it's basically the same, but you gain 2% special attack damage, because everyone's getting 2% special attack damage. Um, and then Ninja Kuna lost 2.5% accuracy, but gained 10% all evasion. So for me, personally, I, I don't use evasion. I have no intention to use evasion. I don't want to use evasion. So this passive change for me was just a nerf. And nothing else. And then uh, Wizard Witch got casting speed increase plus 10, all AP plus 12. Um, before, if I remember correctly, they were already getting 12% cast speed. If they're level 63, is that is that right? Anyone remember? I'm trying to like make sure I have these right. Because, you know, you get one number wrong and people... Just oh. take it to the next yeah, level. Yeah, it just gets to the next level. So I believe they I lost... honestly never pay attention to the sixty-three passes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure they get ten percent for having it maxed, and then at level sixty-three they get an additional two percent. So I think they lost two percent, and then I guess they they gained twelve AP in exchange. You know, you could argue. I don't know. Some people might prefer the AP. Some people prefer the cast speed. Uh, Dark Knight lost accuracy and gained critical hit damage. I believe they lost 7% accuracy in the critical hit damage. It, the first thing I thought about when I saw this is Multi is going to be pissed. He hates critical hit damage because with special attack damage, I think he mapped it out. It's like basically like a 2% damage increase. So he lost 7% accuracy for like plus 2% damage or something on a target that has special attack damage or special attack evasion. So it's not good. Um, Striker Mystic gained let's see they had nine dr before now they have 20 and they gained critical hit chance plus 20 percent did mountain or give anything else i think it only gave dr right it just gave like every level is a different type of dr like magic range and whatever and when you max out essentially it was like nine total dr so yeah there's an odd trend with striker mystic <laughs> where every every rework patch looks pretty cool for them yeah especially striker um so there's that um and then lawn uh god what was lawn's accuracy before i think lawn i think lawn just gained attack speed i don't remember if their accuracy changed 
Did they have did Lon have accuracy before? Okay, so they just gained accuracy and attack speed. Fantastic. Archer gained uh five percent accuracy, so I'm actually happy for them. Woo! That's actually huge. Archer's lacking accuracy, plus last patch they got an accuracy buff on their e-buff too. Um Oh, they had movement speed and attack speed is what Lon had before. So now they have more attack speed and all accuracy. Um, and then I don't actually remember if Archer had AP either. Just checking all my work here before before we move on. No, they oh they had they did have ranged AP. Was it every two levels? So maybe they had ten ranged AP already. And then max level they gained what two? Max level they gained two percent critical hit rate. So they lost the critical hit rate, but gained accuracy and I believe two AP, and then they gained two percent critical, uh, or two percent special attack damage. Um, the other thing too is I think with with uh, Archer, if I'm not mistaken, they doesn't the crit rate not even really help them, or am I crazy? Um, yeah. So if my memory serves correct, I haven't played Archer in a while, so I haven't really been in the community, but. The general consensus is that crit rate doesn't really do much for him. Okay. So, would preferably have... Uh, Their new yeah, the main thing they want is just accuracy. Please, God. Right. Okay, they have an ability that gives crit. Okay, it's so... Like, don't need AP, don't need crit. Like, just uh, accuracy, hit rate. Like, yeah, that, that'd, be, that'd be great. Yeah. And then Guardian... I think Amritad said he was happy about it. Um, Guardian... What did they have? They had critical hit damage. Is that it? Is it just crit? Oh yeah, it's just critical hit damage. So they changed from critical hit damage to critical hit damage. So they have 10% critical hit damage, but they gained 12 AP. I think they lost 2% critical hit damage. I think it was 12% at max level. And now it's 10% and they have the special attack damage plus 2%. So it's basically even. And then they gained 12 AP. Uh, Hashishin is in shambles. They, uh, they... Did they gain the evasion? I can't. Did I can't remember because they have two passes that you level up, and I I'm trying to think if you go on to uh, if you go on to global apps, I can't remember if they lost both of those passives or not. They lost two percent evasion. Okay, so they lost two percent evasion and lost ten percent accuracy. Uh, in exchange for AP, I guess. So that's that's rough. Hashes are pretty upset about that. Um, Nova got the same thing that Warrior and Striker got. Or sorry, Warrior and Valk. Uh, I'm trying to, again. Nova's another one. I don't. I I thought their passive was just DR. So it, it might be relatively even change. Checking our work here. All DP plus one plus one, and then max levels plus two. Oh, it's DR and HP. Okay. Um, what levels are the HP? Or is it just this one? Did they lose both of these passives? I actually don't know if... Because not every class lost two of their passives. That's the thing that's kind of weird. Oh, Hash gained 5% evasion? Oh, is it because... So you do keep the second passive. So, so they only lost the one, right? Yeah, I think some of these classes that have two passives actually are getting to keep their second one. Um, And then Sage lost 5% accuracy. The cast speed, I believe, is the same... Um, and then they already had 2% special attack evasion at level 63. And then Corsair uh, gained some of it. I believe, what did they gain? 6% evasion? I think they had 4% before from their passive. 
And I don't know if Corsair. No, no, Corsair. Oh, Corsair. Sorry. I missed where you went to Corsair. I was like, wait, wait, wait. Sage has an evasion passive? Yeah, I thought I thought he was still on Sage too, actually. Yeah, uh, I, didn't, I was so confused. I didn't skip Nova. I just was literally looking at their tree. No, uh, no, no. I, I think. No, not you. Not you. So, someone's saying I skipped Nova, but I definitely didn't skip Nova. Um, Yeah, I think there's this. They just had like the melee evasion passive, and then they have the all AP passive, but I'm not sure if that got removed or not. I didn't open my Corsair. So anyway, the passives are weird. I, again, it's like some classes are happy, some are not happy. Last week, we when we talked about their dev note, they s made a mention of like, hey, uh, we're toying with the idea of like different things for different classes, depending on what you want to do. And it's like, I kind of wish, because it seemed they basically gave us two stats, right? For every single class. I wish one of them was set in stone and then the other one was something we could pick between. Obviously, some of these would be way too strong on some classes. Like, you can't just give everyone the option to get 10% attack or cast speed, because that would be insane. But, um, oh yeah, and Shy is not even on this list, <laughs> by the way. Oh, no. Yeah, Shy's are not shy, on the dude. list, dude. Dude, it's got to be rough being a Shy player with all this stuff, man. Seeing goes, all these goes cool back, changes. Goes back to my argument, they keep forgetting you guys. I don't know why Shy wouldn't get a passive, but whatever. Um, they don't deserve one. I don't know, just as an example, I'm just going to give a, a really basic example. Since Kuno and Ninja already were getting some AP with their passive before, it would be cool if my options were, like I we get 12 AP, just leave that, That's that's the one mandatory one. And then the second one, the all evasion rate, let me choose between, do I want 10% all evasion, 20 DP, or 300 HP, or whatever whatever the, the equivalent is. Like, let me choose between one of those. That would be awesome. Or like make, or even, yeah, if you let, let me choose both of them. But obviously like, I can't have cast speed. Like, make it like some reasonable options. Like if I want uh, all attack power plus 12 or 10%, uh, critical hit damage or 5% accuracy or you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Just choices mm -hmm. that where the stat stats are subtle enough, it's not going to be game breaking would be way, way, way better than like some of these are not even close. How do you equate 10% critical hit damage with like a 10% cast speed or 150 stamina versus 300 HP? I don't know. Yeah. It's just weird. 150 stamina Strange. is sad. Uh, it's, it's depressing. Like reading that. Yeah. 150 stamina. It's like, I wish I got, I got a, a chase and a half. Yeah, I wish they would have come up with like more interesting passes. Like they would have taken the opportunity to be like, "Hey, maybe we could do some cool stuff instead of just giving people like 20 DR." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like some actual like cool new things that like people could get excited about instead of like, "Oh, I got like some accuracy." Cool. I guess. Like sure that's nice, but like I don't know. Wouldn't it have been so much cooler if they took the time to like actually give us really interesting and unique passes? Yeah. No, like like you know what would have been a, a cool Musa Mewa one? 
Uh, stamina Reroll recovery coupons. rate. Stamina recovery yeah. rate plus five percent or whatever the hell. Yeah, five ten percent, something like that. Like, yeah, exactly. Like really interesting dynamic passives that are like very class specific and impactful. Like yeah. one hundred fifty stamina. I'm sorry, it's just not going to mean anything. It's not. Like I don't know. I mean, like it doesn't have to be broken. It, it can. It just would be, be like good and fun. Right. It would be different if the stamina mechanic was actually handled differently with how the recovery is. So, for example, right now it's basically like it, it recovers based on zero to one hundred percent. It doesn't care how much stamina you actually have. Right. Um. It, it would be it'd be interesting if like if you focused on stamina, it would, you know, it, increase its you know ability to regenerate faster or something like that. Like. Uh, you know, add in some extra aspects of it, like, you know, like if you had, uh, I don't know, I'm kind of basing off of D2 because I've been playing that lately, but, uh, you know, where you have mana regeneration rate increase and stuff like that. It would just be interesting if they had a mechanic like that. Like, there's yeah. so many, there's so many stats in this game that you could do, like, really interesting things with, with, like, passives, right? I don't know. I just feel like, like oh here you get twenty dr and some accuracy, like I don't know like why like I don't want to say why are we revamping passes if we're not doing anything like new with it because yeah. at the end of the day it is like balance changes that some classes desperately need like archer right getting that accuracy is something that is really really good for archer but like I don't know I just I. I feel like passives are so underused and under like utilized by the dev team in terms of like their ability to impact gameplay. Like the devs are just like, oh, we'll just give them some stats that for the most part are like pretty meaningless and don't really like do all that much. Instead of like, hey, let's try and make these passives like fun and exciting for like players to like deal with and experience, and maybe give them like a choice so that. It's not just like it's not just a passive. Like you actually pick something based on your playstyle, right? I don't know. Yeah, the hash one's really interesting too because when hash first came out, and we were reading through the skills, and everyone's like, "Dude, this is crazy." They start off with ten percent accuracy, and they have an accuracy buff on one of their skills, and they have an evasion debuff on one of their skills. Like their accuracy is gonna be insane. And then you like go through and look at all the skills, and it's like. Oh, they have 0% accuracy on everything. Not a single ability in the hash kit has accuracy. So for them, like on Awakening in particular, where you're not always going to have the accuracy buff up, it's actually not up 100% of the time. And in large scale, you basically never have the evasion debuff. So it's like, they, they actually just have 0%. It's just their gear for a lot of their engagements and fights is just going to be whatever your gear is and then zero on all your skills. Which is that it was pretty wild to think about. So, I don't know. It, yeah, some of these are very weird and not well thought out. And I'll just put it that way. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, I don't, don't want to go... I, like, I, will, yeah. I will say this, though, about it. Like, it, it, it kind of suggest to me that maybe they are hearing our complaints about stamina and that was kind of like their idea with giving us stamina but it's like they did not think about like is this even going to do anything see but you it, know but even in that context like 
it would have been so much more like interesting to see them do something like increase stamina recovery rate. Yeah, I agree Instead with like, you one hundred percent. Like stamina, like even if they were to give you a meaningful amount of stamina, like I feel like you could have done more. That would yeah. be more fun and interesting than just here's five hundred stamina. Like that's one hundred percent boring and bland. I don't like. I don't know. I don't like know. if they. Gave, I don't, don't want to. I don't want to try. I don't want to try and say that they shouldn't be making meaningful changes to passives, but like, because sometimes all a class needs is accuracy, all a class needs is stamina. But like, you could be getting really creative with these passives, yeah. but we're just not, and that's it sucks. I think, it, I think they just want to stay away. From, like, I mean, like if I was thinking from a from a developer's point of view, you you wouldn't really want passives to be like this huge impactful thing that really like kind of defines the way a class plays per se and you could argue oh, say passives i i would i don't i i, I would love really to see, see passives as... be like they are in league where it's like a huge part of the character's kit i would love that i hate that passives are are so like nothing and bland and don't really affect gameplay all that much yeah, I mean the league's a good example. I'm kind of curious how many, how many, how much stamina would they need to give where you're like that stamina pass is actually cracked? If it was just like a hard stamina amount, cracked? Yeah, I, would, where, where I like, don't think I, I don't think I could ever really say it would be cracked. But like, I was figuring like if they were gonna do something like that, maybe 500 stamina would be at least worthwhile. You don't you think know? that like, 500 stamina would be pretty cracked? It's a lot of stamina. Or it is a lot of stamina, but when you think about the context of like, and how Rizzler's point is. It's, it's 500 stamina. It's okay. You got five additional chases. Okay. Now what? I chased around five additional, you know, like I gave well, me stop like playing a where two you seconds only, of a. <laughs> stop playing where you only hold R and B and nothing. I now. can't help it. It's the only button I have left. I don't know. <laughs> but no, it's uh, like one, once you, once you blow your load, so to speak, um, you still are left with the same fundamental problem. And that's where I like Rizzler's idea better, where it would be like a passive that would regenerate stamina more. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was Frosty's What's that idea. Was idea? Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Uh, let's I'm calm sorry. down. Let's calm down. Frosty's idea. All I said was I would like to see I, more interesting passives yeah, yeah, than yeah, yeah, just yeah. That, That's, that's probably why I, I forgot it was Frosty's original idea. So, but um, like, no, I like I agree with, like, that's a really, like, that would be a really interesting way to effectively get the same results as giving a class stamina, but would be much more interesting than just yeah, like, yeah. here's a I, bunch of fucking stamina, have fun. I, I will I will agree it would actually solve more problems than what they're trying to do now. And it would it and would it, help out both kits. It would help out both kits, which succession desperately needs, at least in terms of my class. And um and that would be, you know, they could also adapt that same kind of concept and idea to other classes, which I'm sure have other varying types of uh, issues similar and uh, requiring and it, a more complex solution, essentially, rather again, than just like a simple Frosty, I know you've talked about this before, like choices. That's another big thing. Yeah, yeah. Swan choices. So like, if you could give like Mooses and Maywas, like, okay, here, you can have increased stamina regeneration, which is like fun and pretty necessary, right? Or yeah. like this other thing that could like change theoretically if you built around it, could change your playstyle completely. What would that be? I have no idea, but giving players like the choice to take one or the other would be super interesting. Maybe here all right, so this kind of goes on their their whole like block breaking thing without actually like if they didn't incorporate that, this would probably be a good idea. 
Um, maybe a passive that says uh, the ability to deal more damage to blocks in general. Like your yeah, deal more damage that, to blocks that, in general. See, that would be interesting. So you could then, say... Then you have a choice. Okay, here, here player, you get the choice now. Do you want increased stamina regeneration so you can like use your skills and chase like a lot more in the context of a fight? Or would you rather deal, let's say, like 10% more damage... To, to blocks, blocks with yeah. all of your skills. Yeah. Like, so in the context of a one v one, that might be maybe more ideal, or maybe in large scale, that might be considered more ideal. Like you know, the, at least there's some variety there that goes along with the context of what you guys are referring to as having options. And that would be an interesting idea, and it opens up some possibilities for certain playstyles, like you said. So yeah. Frosty, how do you feel about the the passive changes? Because I know. You're pretty passionate about choices. Yeah, I mean, that's it. I just want I want choices. I want like that's it. I, I was thinking like like the thing is that I actually really like the Mystic Striker passive. I mean, I'm not I don't care as much about the crit chance like that's class to class. But the thing is, is like even if you're evasion, um, the extra DR helps a lot no matter what build you are, and that's why I hate. Yeah that they force evasion on us without letting us choose either evasion or DR. Yeah. Like, it affects because, your block so, and frontal guards and everything. So for example, like the evasion is not, like it actually does nothing for me. So this change, when it comes out, I've exchanged, I gave up 2.5% accuracy in exchange for zip, nothing. Doesn't help me in anything at all, no matter what, because I didn't build evasion. So it's yeah. like, eh. and yeah. then like Moose's and Maywas, while I, I, it, I was like arguing with about them, uh, like how important the melee evasion is. But for the ones that did like it, like I don't know, you gave up ten percent melee evasion for one hundred and fifty stamina. And so, as someone else in chat's pointing out, like what does the stamina do for you in PVE? It doesn't nothing. even help you in PVE. Nothing it does absolutely nothing. Yeah, it does nothing for PVE. That's that's why I thought it was like insulting to even see that as a our new passive is like, what is this shit? Like, you didn't even really like, you didn't even look at the problem. Yeah. Someone, someone in your chat, Frosty says, and give blocks passive to nullify those passives. Like <laughs> that. Like I actually would be okay with that though. Like if you wanted to, like, so let's say suck Nova, right? Like suck Nova's choice could be like. Like increased block gauge, right? So instead of like a hundred block gauge, it goes up to like one fifty, right? So that you can be like more tanky, or and then the other one is like fucking cast speed or something, right? Like this would dynamically like shift the way that this class plays theoretically, and it would give players like a choice. Uh, that would be no, far more interesting whole... than giving Nova like whatever the fucking they got, like fucking like AP or whatever bullshit they got. I, don't I, know. I love your enthusiasm. Let's eight. just knock it down from 150. <clears throat> they got HP <laughs> and all DP. HP and all DP. Like, uh, so boring. I don't know. I like that anyway. one. I would love that on my Kuno. I'm going to be honest. Or that, my the problem is, the problem is as boring as that is, out of all the passes, that's so impactful to me. I understand. Ones. And I, again, that's why I'm I'm not saying that these change, like these passive changes are bad or that like, like they're not needed for some classes they're very needed and for some classes they're very good but they're boring like that's my thing they could be so much cooler but they're boring and that sucks and it's probably going to stay boring because they don't want to put that much effort into it which is like fine i guess whatever 
but like there's so much potential but whatever who cares i, I think there's gonna be i think there's a lot of backlash for this i think some of these are gonna change i think there's yeah, too many i don't classes. see how they don't there's too many classes that got like like whatever what happened to hash is pretty crazy like there's a lot of class like that or, or like zerker well i get in 1v1 you guys can probably hobble together a good anti-evasion combo but in large scale you're not basically if there's an evasion target and you're not in a 1v1 with them you're you should just disengage because like you're not going to kill them mm. so i i don't know um yeah we'll see. i don't know we'll see what ends up happening i, I kind of hope that it changes but you never know um the resist changes got implemented uh, so, yeah, you can, uh, stack resist up to 80% now, but you can start ignoring resist from 80% all the way down to zero. But they're implemented in the live? No, it's on Global Labs. Like, oh, last week they yeah. talked about it, and then now it's actually on Global Labs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't skip Nova, oh my god. Alright, so, I skipped Shy. Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. Oh! Uh, let's go to, let's skip to, uh, no, well, do you want to stay on class stuff? Let, let's just talk about the changes to Chase and the guard break additions to the four classes that got it. So, yeah. Chase, um, so they gave guard break ability to Musa and Mewa, uh, as well as Suck Lawn and Suck DK. I believe those are the only four classes. They got it on, each got it, uh, I think Suck, Suck Lawn and DK, or got it on only one ability. DK got it on Prime Airstrike. Sucklon got it on Prime uh, Blade Dance, and Musa Mewa got it on a couple of skills um, in Succession and Awakening. And then Musa Mewa also got their chase changed. So let's focus first on the block break stuff. All it is is, uh, well, actually the, the Lawn one, oh god, I have to go on and look. I think the Lawn one is 20%, maybe? But the DK one is 20%. Are, what are the Mewa ones? 10. They're all 10? But you have three, yeah. three, right? Two. There's one that's Red Moon for Awakening and Red Moon for Succession. Okay. I don't I don't think there's another one besides the Awakening Petal Bloom. Got it. Okay. Unless I misread the notes. Let's see. Guard Gate? No, Prime Carver as well. Oh, Prime Carver got it as well? Pa I guess I misread yeah, the notes. Yeah, Prime Red Moon, Prime Carver, and then Petal Bloom. And the then, Carver one's actually pretty good since they added four guard to it. Right. And then Musa got it on Prime Rising Storm, Prime Gale, um, and then Crust Crusher. And it says in the patch notes flow foul play, but it's actually on below the belt on Global Labs. So I, I'm not too sure what if that was a mistake, My, which one's a mistake, but yeah. So instead of foul play, it's it's which one? Below the belt? Yeah, it's below the belt on Crust Crusher, I believe. That's actually better for them if i am thinking correctly yeah it should be considered better for them so um so all right so the guard gauge thing just in general like we we talked about it with corsair and stuff um i don't know like a lot of non-grab classes wanted this uh added to their kit does this help you guys you feel like is there like some uh situations where you're like this is actually going to make a difference um, so this kind of ties into that whole block break feature that they added mm -hmm. that we talked about previously. I, I, I see where they're trying to go with it. Um, and 
we have talked in the past that we thought it might be interesting that they add block break to say like Musa and Mewa or, you know, other classes that were not grab based classes as a mechanic. So I'm, I'm happy to see that they're, they're doing that and like experimenting with it. I, but I think this kind of goes to like your point that you mentioned before Frosty, where you said the, the guard break itself isn't really as powerful by itself. It's the block lock that's more powerful, like on Corsair when you know that feature is first introduced. It's like breaking the guard's fine and all. That's 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 nice, but the real powerful aspect is that they're fucking locked out for 15 seconds. But um, with the addition of the block break feature in conjunction with this, it makes it interesting. I the problem is like it's weird on how it works. So I don't know how I don't think it works exactly the same for other classes but it might be the exact same as at least for the first part the first part is it's only on the very first hit of the skill okay so red moon has an elongated animation right, right. unless you choose the the new um, ascension of heaven which shortens it dramatically could you so, imagine every hit of red moon taking 10 percent? <laughs> i know it would, be, it would be it would be ridiculous i'm just <laughs> i'm just saying this because sometimes when we use red moon defensively sometimes we might use it to just preemptively and then we end up blocking with like maybe right. the second hit of it kind of thing right, right so i'm saying like in some cases it might not even do anything in connect but in other times we'll use it right up in someone's face to four guard block an ability like gravedigger as an example um to prevent us from getting slowed um so in some cases it could work some it won't um this the other aspect that Mewa and I think Musa got hit with as well was it was limited to only one target, which is weird. The other classes didn't get that. So from a large scale point of view, it's fucking useless, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, so it's as it currently stands, pretty much just a one v one thing. And ten percent on Red Moon is okay. The ten percent on Petal Bloom is kind of risky. Even with its sped up charge and whatnot, I don't know if it's something we'd really use in someone's face too often. We'd have to do it during an ability and whatnot, but like using it outright on a warrior, for example, that's just asking to get grabbed, in my opinion. Um, so I don't know. It's hard to say. I'd have to see it in practice. I'm kind of not really all that impressed with it because it is very low numbers. Red Moon has a seven second cooldown, Petal Bloom has, I think, 12 or 14 second cooldown. I can't remember off the top of my head. So it's not like we can just constantly pressure with them. Um, so we'd have to definitely rely on other abilities, which is fine. But um, it might not be quite enough. This all depends on if the damage from Global Labs is actually what's going to happen in live. So right. that's, I kind of said that earlier. So that's it. All this kind of like jumbled up together it depends on what happens with the damage, I guess. So, yeah. um, and then separately, uh, Chase is now no longer immune to slows. <laughs> um, oh yeah, this is they, why I ripped my house apart. This is why yeah, so all, all the bladers got what they wanted. They reverted the change. So <laughs> good job, everybody. We did it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that. So. Chase is now affected by movement speed based things again. That means debuffs and buffs. Um, I kind of, in a weird way, I, I kind of had a feeling that this might happen because last week they did the e buff changes, right? 
And yeah. in the e-buff changes for like Mewa, they added 20% movement speed to it. I'm like, that's weird. It doesn't do anything for us. So why would they add that? And I had a weird feeling that they actually might be screwing with Chase in some way. I wasn't thinking it was going to be like in a bad way per se, because I was thinking maybe the the immunity might stick, but apparently not. And now Chase's can be affected by the movement speed on e-buff, which is great, but you have the downside of being affected by slows again, which is yeah. awful. So, so not, I was not like, happy. I had a I had a long discussion with Nakani about this and heard his thoughts and smash and a little bit what you were saying and so here here's kind of like my thinking on it they need to do one of two things well first of all all of their it's really confusing because on live on global labs remember for the last like four weeks forward awaken chase has been faster than pre-awaken chase and yeah chase, right it's weird but right now on live if you look at this it's video it's kind of good now yeah yeah on global labs i guess they buffed global lab suck chase a little bit to move you as far as the awaken chase but they didn't mention it in the notes, which is really, yeah, really weird. Yeah, they didn't weird. mention it. It, it, feels, it feels a lot better, though. Yeah, but here's the problem. So they nerfed the distance a little bit from what it was when they first came out with the buffs, right? Yeah. Which is weird because uh, they cited that, well, now you guys have block break. And it makes it, it's like too much it, to have like ignore slows and you move that fast and you have block break. But I, I feel like you guys need to have one of two options. Either keep this new version that's on Global Labs and make it immune to slows. Or what like Nakani prefers when I was talking to him, make it the initial hyper fast version that goes further, but you're affected by move speed slows still. So I'm curious, like which if you could have one of those two options, which one would you rather have? Like the current version that's on Global Labs, but you're not affected by slows, or the the faster version that moved you faster and further, but you are affected by slows. Uh, you know, all right. So in the context of that, can we go under the assumption that they would fix pre-awakening chase? So pre-awaken chase on global labs right now is the exact same as awakening chase going forward, yeah. just not back. Yeah. It actually is already technically fixed in that it moves the same. Correct, but the 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 old chase. The, the, with the yeah, yeah, yeah. Did not. I see what you're saying. Yes. So the old the faster chase would mean your pre-awaken chase is also faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. In that case, I I kind of want to lean towards the immunity is better. You think the immunity is better, but have it slight. So it still would be faster than live server no matter what, but just not as much faster. But you want to not be affected by the slows. Yeah, I think that means more for us. Like in terms of large scale potential and 1v1 potential, that's a lot of what our problems are when it comes to like fighting certain classes. Being slowed down, not having the kind of like distance or gap closing potential, you know? Yeah. That's that's all problematic, um, and then also, uh, 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 here's here's my other question, yeah. kind of a follow up question, because if they're saying that the block break is kind of what makes it, um, too strong to have the good chase. Just funny because that block break isn't even really that impressive. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, dude, I I feel like most mooses would happily give up the block break. That I would probably totally isn't going to help to have a better chase. 
yeah, I would totally give up the block break that they currently have in for the unaffected chase. Yeah. I, I think that would just be, it would mean so much more. It'd be so much better than um, what we're looking at now. Because 10% on, like I said, pedal bloom's risky to use in someone's face, anyways. And it doesn't affect large scale really at all. It's only one target. So it's like, it's garbage. Red Moon is kind of okay, but like it's only on the first hit. So there's times where it's not going to even connect. I'm not going to even, this? I'm not going to even truly feel the pressure of my guard breaking potential. How about this, Nayashi? How about this? There's a button in front of you, okay? This button does two things. This button does two things. Thing number one, it does. Every single skill that you have does 10% block break damage. Every single ability. Oh my god. That's too much. But they remove chase entirely. You have to RP walk all of this. <laughs> you, know what? Oh, you, know, you know what's funny? You know what's funny? I actually was in Global Labs uh, after the, the patch... So yesterday I was in Global Labs. I noticed that they fixed the RP animation with the arrows. I now pull an arrow like out the left top side instead of like going to like the bottom oh my right. My God, they solved Bladers. They dude. solved it, and they didn't even put it in the notes. I'm actually, I'm actually <laughs> so happy right now. Dude, yeah. You know, I, I'm not as mad anymore because I'm pulling arrows out of the quiver. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. That's cool. That you is have actual arrows now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they'll give Wait, you better. Arrows don't just magically appear like archers. No, they don't. And I pull specifically two every time. Every time. Oh, maybe maybe they'll uh, maybe they'll buff it even more and and give you guys better bow costumes. No, oh, there you go. Yeah, I hope they do. I hope they do. But I want um, you guys to randomly have an outfit where a great bow is on your back, the archer great. <laughs> it's just the giant fucking bow, yeah. and our arrows are just like this giant thing that I would poke into the ground. Yep. Yeah. No, I. I don't know. The, the, the yeah, the the block break thing is just it's just garbage in its current form. I would rather have the chase immunity. I yeah. I like how smooth this chase is in comparison to the previous iteration, especially for pre weekend sake. But I yeah. so I would like a combination, I guess. Nakani was making the argument to me because I, I also was saying the same thing. I was like, it seems like it'd be more impactful to not be affected by slows just because of how many are out there. But yes. he was saying that that the forward chase felt so fast. Now this might be a difference in Moose and Mewa because for whatever reason, and this is, I don't know why you guys aren't raging about this more. Why, Moose's is just faster in general, like their forward chase. Like when you, there's can, always been a difference between Moose yeah. and Mewa. So that disparity might be the reasoning why he feel, felt this way compared to how you feel. But he was saying when it was at max speed, like even when you were slowed, it didn't feel that bad because it was so fast. So the slowing brought it down to like, oh, this isn't so bad. Whereas like on live server, it feels like you're not moving at all. What speed was being slowed at? Like a typical twenty thirty? He said or like 50, his example 70? was uh, paralyzed from which. So I I don't know. That's the fifty percent one. I would have to see it. I, that so part of the problem with chase when you're like in a one v one or even in large scale scenario was the distance you traveled as well as you know being slowed to mm -hmm. extreme amounts. Right, the distance travel part is quote-unquote being solved here which I, I understand why he's he, they feel that way but um 
I still think the slows are too much more impactful. They're they're, they're everywhere, like you said. They're, they're fucking everywhere. They're in they're in every one v one. They're in every large scale scenario. You cannot avoid them. They are there. You're yeah. going to be hit with them. And I just feel like for the for the style of play that you need in especially especially in large scale, where you have to dive in and dive out. It just means more to have the immunity to slows. Yeah. I don't see the guard break doing anything for us, and I think it's just clunky and it's weird how they have it initially implemented. It depends on what they do with it. If they try to expand on it further and make it better, we got to revisit, right? Right. But as it currently stands, it's just junk. It doesn't. It. Sh- I'd rather have the immunity. Yeah. Or make it a passive. I can choose between a slow immunity on chase or a have, faster chase. Or or. or uh, or I get the uh, guard breaking. Or the guard break. <laughs> All right, so let's let's move on. So yeah. All right, PA, you hearing that? The slows are still a problem. Fix it. Uh, <laughs> a see, what, see what Azul said. Azul show uh, slows on chase. What what was made them reserve? Uh, they rerolled from Mayweather Zerker. So that was a hard time. Azul, that I don't was know why. Yeah, it was. I was. <laughs> I was fumbling all over that. I, yeah, I don't know why Azul I gotta used check that, uh, such complex words. As Frosty's, you, Frosty's high and Nyashi's drunk, dude. This is a hell of a podcast. We should probably do that podcast. That would be fun. <laughs> I'd be down. We should have a drinking show. All right, so let's... let's dude, st- we should have a show where we just get fucked up. That'd be fun as hell. The problem is that we usually start at 9 a.m. Yeah, we start really early. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's, not, it's 9 a.m. for you guys. It's like, it's like midday drinking for me, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I like know. how Nyashi thinks I'm also on the West Coast. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's true. You're uh, an hour behind me. Yeah, I'm like right next to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I don't know. Mooses and Maywas band together Wait. and try to get your um the yeah, slows that, to not affect. Just band together. That, be on the same page. I know you want to be inherently negative and put up fifty posts that say everything they do sucks, but instead of all that waste of breath and time, just say hey. We really, really liked being immune to slows for that one week. That was an awesome change. Made the class way more fun, less frustrating. Please revert it back. After what you told me, where you you think that basically we lost it because of all the complaints about how we wanted to be affected by movement speed as far as buffs. Because obviously that's what they meant. They only wanted to be buffed. They didn't want to be debuffed, right? Yeah, look, look I was thinking about making zero, a. Look what I was thinking about making a few posts and trying to get people to actually like band together and focus on one agenda. But this item. is the thing. But you have like Plat Zero in chat. Like, look what he's saying. Like, that's what you. That's the feedback that they actually get instead of like an actual, like post, like a meaningful and helpful post yeah, with information. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Plat. Wait until they give us an actual real reboot. I mean, this is a reboot, dude. If you actually go and test a lot of the stuff is actually really good there's just some there's just some unfortunate items that need to be addressed i mean yeah. not dude. and chase not, not being affected by slows is one of them make make them I, not affected or the by other slows. comment right above there's just delete mayweather already and give us a free reroll. that kind of shit's it's not gonna happen so stop <laughs> oh, seeing that, that fucking horse shit. that might be more of a meme but like it's like no, I, dude, I know my, but my, my you see that all the time my favorite my favorite blader uh content creator told me that the reworks are bad and useless and that I should be angry, so I am. Like, <laughs> look, I, here's what I'll say. Let let's say the current version of Maywell that's on on labs, and I I want to say bugs notwithstanding, because every class right now in the reworks has bugs that they have to get to near, probably more near the end. 
of the reworks, but let's say it came to live server the way it is, and they made Chase not uh, affected by slows. I don't want to know the kind of shit that Basque is going to be doing in large scale with that kit. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, telling you. That's like I was talking to Louis, uh, which is EU Mela um, content creator, and I was I was discussing the uh, the rework changes um, with them yesterday in showing some of the the adjustments that they made. And like if they left the chase slow immunity in, and they just changed, like they left it as was or as is right now or whatever, and uh -huh. put, made the slow um, immunity still there, uh -huh. and they just made Sleet Step and iframe fucking pack it up yeah. and ship it. It'd be crap. Um, you guys would be hyped. Yeah, it, it would be fucking disgusting. Like, it would be so much fun. I would have a blast playing it. He would actually The only thing finally... is succession, the succession needs to be still adjusted, but yeah. I think Awakening uh, is fucking dumb. Nayashi would finally just... take a break from New World, right, Nayashi? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd just like to point out, uh, Frosty, congrats on finally making it. Your uh, your chat has officially divulged into just everyone spamming the same meme, which I think means you've made it on Twitch. So hey. congrats. That's Pog, It's a good meme. I want, oh, sorry, I want Sork iframes, Nova's move speed, Ranger's damage with Wizard AoE, Striker's tankiness, and Sage accuracy. These reworks suck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, in fairness though, Raven, Striker got that. True. Um, all, right, all right. All right. Also, Mina Mina is reminding me that I think we did do something similar to Drunk Show, but it wasn't on a show. I think it we were reacting to one of the balls. We were watching it and getting Oh yeah, together. dude. I I got trashed that. We maybe yeah. we should do that again. <laughs> oh, yeah. dude, we this year's going to be that. hilarious be because we're going to be trying to we're going to be like waiting oh, dude, to see yo, how yo, they yo. try to fumble we should, through yo, it. Actually, yeah. I'm not even kidding right now. We need to make a drinking game out of it. We need oh, to make a drinking game. <laughs> can, can we do a bingo where they, they try to announce same content or uh, what kind of like new new class would be one of the things? Yeah, and... it, it'll be a bingo board of re-announcements. We'll yeah, we'll do a bingo board of re-announcements. <laughs> uh, dates moved and new classes being introduced. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it'll be fun. We, yeah, we'll we'll talk about it after, but we definitely have to plan something for the 11th. It should be fun. Also, uh, speaking of planning things, and I know that we're recording, so I won't keep you guys too long with it. Just wanted to put the thought in your head. Uh, we are rapidly approaching our three-year anniversary, boys. Holy shit. Yeah. Our three-year anniversary is December 6th, I think. That's weird. It's going to be so my one-year anniversary with me and my wife on December 4th. It's almost like we planned it. Isn't it weird almost. that we knew Nayashi for two years before he got married and none of us got invited to the wedding? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Crazy, dude. No, we actually hey. did. Nayashi wasn't on the show right in the beginning. Well, I, we did know you, but we weren't yeah, yeah, yeah. friends quite yet. Dude, those fucking... getting Those plates and everything, that shit's expensive, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you were mostly a nuisance at Mansham's Arsha. True. Originally. <laughs> I was so, just getting bullied by Frosty in his uh his vacuum Kuno. perfect blow grab. On or no, it was your lawn. Was it your no, lawn? It was my your, mystic, no, it was your mystic. my mystic yeah. for a while, dude. Yeah. We better start thinking mystic. about what we're going to do because uh, I hate to break it to you guys, but we had a fucking killer anniversary show last year and we're oh, going to be God. expected to top that. <laughs> Shit, I didn't even think about that. We have to fucking try to come up with something for that. 
We yeah. gotta do something better than having how many guests did we have last did, year? We had like fucking fifteen people on or some <laughs> yeah. shit. Oh my god. We have to you do something what? better than a seven hour fifteen guest episode of the podcast. You know what's interesting though, because of the rework thing, we have plenty of potential candidates to talk to. So Dude, I, I hope I don't even know what I hope. I just I don't know. Yeah. 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 We've got to plan something. We'll, we'll figure something out. Let's move on through the rest of this. Cause uh, the tournament thing's going to start soon. I got to start watching it. Um, I, some of these aren't as crazy. Some of these are not. So just quickly, they buffed Olin yeah, Valley. Fire. They buffed Olin Valley. So it's going to drop. I think someone mapped it out with the different changes. I think gutter did it for me, but essentially they're buffing the Drop rate of Kaffir stones at Olun Valley by about 50%. I guess it depends on what you're killing, um, more or less, but somewhere around 50%. He was saying it's not that crazy of an idea to think that you could get 100 plus Kaffirs in an hour there now, which is actually a really big buff to Olun Valley. That's huge. S separately a buff to Olun Valley is Ibidor scrolls. They're going to allow you to do those are the Odalita scrolls. They're going to allow you to do the party member combination thing that you can do with relics with yes. those as well, which will be yes. fucking awesome. All you fools, all you fools who threw away your fangs. I've been holding on to them this whole time. You <laughs> fools. Yeah, I, I got harassed by so many of my guildmates saying, "Oh, Reslar, why are you holding on to those? Just throw them away. They'll never be good." You fools. Okay, here my, my transport has a bunch of the fangs. I have let's see, do I have any in Calpheon? No, Calpheon doesn't have any. Do I have any I, in Old Wisdom Tree? I have a bunch. Do I have any in Grana? I don't have any in Grana. I think I stuffed a bunch of them at Ataraxia's filled with them. I think I have some do I have some in Duvencroon too? I might. I have some in Duvencroon. They're all over the place. It's a problem. Yeah, I have them in I have them in storage all over the world in transport. I have them on characters. They're all over the place. Yeah, I do still have them on a bunch of characters too. I, it needs to. It's annoying. Like I want to yeah, be able to make them and just hold on to them so badly. Yeah, I w I really wish there wasn't a timer so that I could just turn them into the scrolls and then. Yeah, or or make them stackable and let me exchange five for the scroll at an NPC. How about that? Yeah, that would also be fun. Anything other than what they have right now. Please, yeah, God. Basically. So that, that's a cool change. Also, will help a little bit with the Kafras market that has also, now been dry for a long-ass time. I don't want to launch this into a whole new another discussion about balance or anything, but why are they not sellable on the market? I don't know. I mean, if they're good to run it, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't really know. Like, Wait. why 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 is every other scroll sellable but not... Oh, Jaraxia. It's just weird to me. Yeah. Is, uh... You said the the Kaffir market's pretty much shot right now? Well, I mean, they, they've been sold out for a while. Like, so you have to put wow. orders up and wait um, for a long time. I'm not saying it'll solve it entirely, but ha getting more people over to Olun Valley instead of in Elvia and also getting more people to run these scrolls to self-supply their own Kaffirs or make them just to sell, I think will definitely help a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not nothing. Um let's see what else. Okay, guild alliance changes for the node war stuff. Uh alliances. Oh boy. Uh so the maximum number of people who can join an alliance guild has been increased from 100 to 150. 
Now, this affects a lot of the guilds that are going to be in the T1 scene and a lot of the smaller guilds. As far as like high-end guilds, like the top 10 to 12, this literally impacts one singular guild uh, on North America. I don't know how the alliances are elsewhere, but maybe this will encourage more alliances. And I know, Reslar, you and I have been saying forever with the caps, although they do have 50-man caps now, at least on some of the regions, 40 and 50. Yeah, I just, they're, they're so close. They're so aggravatingly close. Yeah. Um, like I don't wanna I don't wanna be the guy that's like I like we can fix everything, but like if you just listened to us and tried it, I feel like it would solve a lot of things. Well, here's the thing is like not every server it, it would work on. Like apparently KR really prefers hundred bands. So True, that's very true. But for our game, uh, hundred man uh guild caps with fifty man node war caps would is that, solve a lot of problems. Is that the solution? We just do different kinds of node war content for regions. Yeah, it's almost like we shouldn't try to globalize every single region because every region has a different you know, like culture and community that wants different things. Crazy. Yeah. But they were never actually interested in globalization anyway. They just used that as a as an excuse to put pay to win in our game. So. <laughs> Probably. Um, Yar minigame. Yeah, when we say caps, we're referring to numbers, not not gear. Not gear, not yeah. gear. Although tier one, like, I mean, we, we could just say it every week because it needs to be said, but tier one caps are abysmally low. Even for yes. even for newer players, it doesn't make any sense. Yes. Like what what is the what is the um what is the cap for uh what's it called? The what's the easy cap? The, uh, the uh, I don't know since they last changed it. It wasn't it like 210 or something, but they changed it when it's they changed the notification. 238. 238, okay. I don't know I don't know what how much AP you have in your sheet when you have Pen Tuvala, but like the easy cap probably needs to be moved to the medium cap and the medium oh. cap needs to be moved way up because if you have Pen Tuvala, you. okay. You know I am the... full pin. I am full pin to Vala on a level sixty-one character. I am two forty-eight, two fifty, three eleven. And what's your stat screen AP when you open up the stat screen AP? View my stat. My stat screen AP total stats AP is uh, three sixty-three and three seventy-four. So just for finishing seasons, you are a hundred AP above the cap. The hardest cap in the in the capped game. That's weird, right? Yep. That's really fucking weird. Yeah, it's strange. Anyway, um, but yeah, we're referring mostly to the uh the player caps. Yeah, and that's are you even buffed on that character? Yeah, do you have like your node war buffs all active? Are you I optimized? Have a have food an... buff and villa. And do you have top like proper crystals, like a proper crystal setup? Uh I have some. I don't remember what. Uh I think I have Hooms and Special Attack Evasion. Because striker on season is really funny. Oh, you were griefing people. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I have uh, I have uh, Sula accessories so that if uh, people come fight me and uh, I want to meme on meme on them, I could just right. throw those things on and become unkillable. Really fun. All right. Season is very balanced and very good for new players. <laughs> Let's go through this whole. I'm just gonna rifle through the the class changes that are like significant if i can think of them all right uh sork yeah. got it first post renown change nerf um 
They removed the Shadow Eruption magical hit rate. Post-renown? I mean, uh, rework. I don't know why I said renown. Post. Uh, well, <laughs> actually, like, it might be true post-renown, to be honest. They finally they got nerfed after all this actually, time. Actually, I think both are accurate. I'm pretty sure both are accurate. They got their it first... It only took three years. <laughs> they got their first post-renown score nerf. Uh, the Shadow Eruption's magical evasion rate got removed. Doesn't actually matter that much because it's still on their new skill, uh, Shift F and Awakening. For Succession, I think it's more impactful. They moved it to um, Shadow Kick, which is kind of weird. Um, they also... They changed Darkness release. They did buff Shard Explosion, so now it affects four hits instead of... Or uh, when you have four shards instead of three. And then uh, they changed Art ultimate dark flames attack range point um on awakening they also nerfed grim reaper's judgment that by reducing the damage in pvp by 10 percent i think i i asked jm if he know if he's mapped out the difference still compared to live server it's like a 19 percent damage increase compared to live server grim so it's still better it's just not as good as it was initially and then they gave them a pve buff to um violation uh the last hit of violation for some reason um and then uh, Zerker. Uh, what did they do to you guys? Res, they buffed devastation damage by 50%. I'm going to repeat that. They buffed devastation damage by 50%. Yep. <laughs> so devastation hits really fucking hard. Someone, uh, uh, now I don't know if this That's is good. an exaggeration. Um... I don't know if it's an exaggeration when they said this to me, but someone was saying that it's DPS feels like Karshian's nightmare. I, I feel like there's no way that's true, but either no. way, it's a big-ass damage buff, so it's kind of crazy. Um, it can't be that yeah. much. That's it probably no, shouldn't do I, that do you much have damage, it? but I, I actually don't mind it like doing quite a bit more damage because here's the thing, right? In large scale, that thing does no damage. In 1v1s, you're already avoiding it just because of the slow alone, so you shouldn't be getting hit by it, right? So if they made it do a little bit more damage, I don't think it should be doing that much damage, but if they made it do more damage, I am totally on board with that. I think that's a, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, it should be threatening. I, I'm with you on that. I, yeah. Um, okay, so... Moving down, let's see, Musa Mewa, you guys got the guard gauge stuff. Um, they changed Ice Pick to have an add-on, and they also made it so you can uh, instant cast Petal Bloom after the second hit of Ice Pick. I don't know if you tested that or how that feels. Yeah, so it, it's it's actually pretty nice. Um, it It's really smooth, actually, the, going from Ice Pick to Petal Bloom. And it works well, well with a 100%, not that we would ever use it, but okay. it's there as an option um and they move the attack speed oh yeah to ice to it. What, what are yeah. your thoughts on that so honestly i think it's better um because then you don't have to waste uh moonrise to get the attack speed bonus um and i actually i don't recall if moonrise actually gave you the buff just outright random like outright without actually hitting an opponent with ice pick it'll give you the buff without hitting an opponent i'm pretty sure the moonrise did but i can't remember for sure but uh, I think it's better, honestly. It's a lower cooldown ability, and um, it's pretty fast. So, and it's a movement, so you can use it to dash around as well a little bit. But um, yeah, Hold no, on. I think it's. I think I think it fits better that it's on there. All right, I'm gonna stream this in Discord so you can see it. We're gonna watch Yofam Steve's reaction to devastation. Now, I don't know the gear in this clip. I don't know the gear that's going on in this clip. But this is Yofam Steve. Uh, testing out devastation on global labs. Let me know if 
if that's working, if you guys can see. Also, not to sound like a broken record, but damage on global labs. Uh, it yeah, for fucks. sure. But oh. this damage well, on this devastation compared to the previous devastation is, you can tell the difference. <laughs> Let's just put it yeah, that way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, here we go. The other guy's DP. Uh, as Azu's saying that the other guy, Steve is 316 and the other guy's DP was like 600 or 385. Okay, 385. So he's 316 AP against 385 DP. Here so we like go. a realistic. He's 384, scenario. okay. He's 384, oh, he's 384. so so the devastation. All right. Oh my Oh yeah, that's way God. too much. What the ah, fuck? What? Oh that shit. <laughs> Look at his reaction, dude. <laughs> So what's your AP on that? Oh, he breaking the he fucking he earth when he found that shit! Oh my god. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's there's the new devastation. Congratulations, yeah, Rickers. You guys have a trade. way too much damage. <laughs> uh, Alright, so... Moving on, congratulations to you guys. Devastation's pretty good now. Um... His All right. laugh is contagious as shit. It is. It's a good laugh. All right, so Valkyrie, uh, they got a down smash effect added to Prime Judgment of Light, and um, you can now Prime Devour, Divine Power has been proved to activate more smoothly after the third hit of Judgment, sort of Judgment. Um, I guess that's going to be a combo-y thing. I don't know. And then they improved to link the following skills with Prime Judgment of Light and its Celestial Spear, but just connection stuff. Nothing too major for Valks uh, in that patch. Which wizard got a bunch of crazy changes? So, uh, magical evasion has a new effect. Uh, like depending on which pet, which pet you have out, it has kind of like just a whole new animation, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, like so, for example, if you have Tet out and you magical evasion to the side, you see a streak of lightning. If you have Gore out, you see like dust or dirt. If you're on a wizard, you see like a little splash of water behind you or um, uh fire depending on which one you have um prime voltaic pulse got a damage buff uh 200 basically 200 percent damage per hit and they got a 50 percent pve crit buff helped their pve a little bit prime uh lightning storm high voltage got a damage buff um earthquake destruction got a damage buff and then prime aqua jail got a damage buff equilibrium break got a damage buff um but equilibrium break the pvp damage remained the same um, and then Awakening, uh, let's see, do, do, do. so this is the one that both are the same. So, yeah, these are all, those are the changes I mentioned already. And then in, for Succession, uh, or sorry, for Wizard Awakening, the Baptism of Water has changed so that if there's an attack target when you go forward RMB, um, it'll stop at the target and attack immediately, so you don't have to do the super long slow animation anymore. Um, the strike has been improved, so it feels a little bit faster. Like you can actually combo into it now, which feels pretty good. Uh, Cataclysm, the cast speed increase plus 10% um, has been added for 10 seconds. So Cataclysm has the Voltaic Pulse cast speed buff. Um, and they removed it from Bolide. Uh, Call of Fire has been changed as follows. So their SQ skill now is 10% critical hit chance for 10 seconds. Uh, and the damage got buffed. It feels insane on Global Labs. Um, and then they buffed Aqua Jill's damage as well. So SQ is like, they changed the animation of this. Have you guys seen it? I think I, did I show you guys the clips of this? I seen yeah. some skills while I was in Global Labs yeah. yesterday. Originally it was just weird little like, you can't even tell, like little sparkles on the ground. And now it's like, 
this array of fire that floats in the air and just shoots fire missiles. It looks really freaking cool. Um, Awakening Witch, their baptism of lightning, which they kind of separated the way those two skills worked when they were first released. They did basically the exact same thing. Then they changed baptism of lightning to a ranged uh, skill and it was really slow and not cancelable and had PvP damage reduction by 70%. They changed that down to uh, PvP damage reduction plus or minus 40%, but gave it split damage. So the standard um, where it reduces up to 30% if there's uh, whatever it is, like six or more targets, eight or more targets, whatever it is. Um, and they sped it up and made it so you can cancel into it with a bunch of skills. So now it's really fucking fast and it hits so goddamn hard like it is like imagine if dream of doom had like five more hits like that's how it feels when you get hit by this skill and when you combo it you can combo it instantly after any lightning ability so if they use any lightning skill before it it'll like do the instant cast version of this new skill and it, it hits very hard um they gave them the same changes to call the earth the crit chance plus 10 percent, and then buff the damage on it um equilibrium break got a damage buff and the, the pet's damage like is weird i don't know i was testing it with O'Leary. he'd be better at explaining it but the pet's damage is like more consistent and actually scary like equilibrium break hits hard on right now compared to last week um so there's that they added critical hit chance or buffed the critical hit chance of fisher wave for pve they buffed um fisher wave damage they buffed thunderstorm damage they buff voltaic pulse damage they buffed yoke of ordeal damage and they buff the flow to Gorol. So Witch got some major buffs uh, this patch, um, as well as Wizard. They both they both kind of did. Uh, any thoughts on that? As we before we move into the caster meta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been nice knowing everybody. Yeah. Class will be deleted. I'm just gonna say one thing on this. Like I, I'm not. I keep seeing people saying, "Well, we're going back to Wiz Witch meta," and it's probably true. I'm, lean, I'm leaning <laughs> I towards, thought you were going to disagree, well, but then you're like, yeah, like, no, it's... I'm happen. leaning towards it's true, but there's some differences. There's some distinct differences uh, with this version and previously. So you got to remember on May 26th, that when they nerfed casters, they also buffed a bunch of other classes. And then Nova's prime, basically, like now Nova moved into their prime and, and people learned Sage and Sage came became like kind of became nuts and now Corsair is out and 17 other classes are getting reworked and buffed and as you can see at the end of this patch like they're even starting to look at Guardian and Hash um, so the game is going to be very different so I can't say definitively it'll be a caster meta um, but uh, because I think there's going to be ways to deal with them for example pre May 26 if a caster runs into a suck ranger for example, and they're like throwing things at range, like the Suck Ranger lost that trade because they didn't have protection. And now they do on a lot of abilities, plus the Ranger damage is even higher. PA hates Maywell like Frosty. Oh my god. Um, anyway, so yeah, it's uh, it'll be different. So I can't say for sure. There's going to be a lot of differences and potentially you're going to be able to take them out. I mean, I, I feel confident with some of the Ninja Kuno changes. Like I'll actually be able to pick off a wizard or a witch occasionally in large scale with the way that they've been changed so yeah i don't know we'll see we'll see what happens gotta see how it plays out but eventually if there's a critical mass of casters because of their aoe's and damage and stuff like maybe it'll probably end up being way too strong and then they'll get nerfed and then they'll be sad again rinse and repeat all right kunoichi 
Uh, dude, Kuno Succession for the first time ever got some fucking wild changes. Like, actually wild changes. Have I talked to you about this, Nayashi, at all? Mm, no, I don't think so. Dude, our I think PDE... you I think you just kind of mentioned some, like, basic stuff in uh, the Discord, but yeah. nothing so, in detail. Our PvE, just starting with PvE, like, I was grinding on it yesterday, just messing around, and it was like... I grinding on live, even on hash, hash feels like complete trash compared to Sakuno on Global Labs now in PvE, which is just crazy to say because it's been so bad for so long. But the PvE is, is wild now. So they added 100% crit rate to Absolute Black Moonlight. They lowered the cooldown of that skill from 20 seconds to 12, which is actually, I think, a buff for both P, uh, Awakening and Suck PvE because you can use it kind of in both. Um, and then for Succession, they didn't really do any Awakening changes in this patch, but for Succession, they buffed Prime Wheel of Wrath in PvP and PvE. They sped it up, they fixed the hitbox so it actually hits like a group of mobs and it just does way more damage. Um, they buffed Dance Macabre. Um, in PvP, they buffed the normal hit. In PvP, they buffed uh, both the... In PvP, they... Sorry, in PvE, they buffed both the normal hit and the Ninjutsu Explosion version. Prime Flash Slash, cooldown got reduced from 15 seconds to 9 seconds, which is fucking huge, like a huge, huge change. Um, and they sped up the first hit if you don't move with it. If you just use it in place, the first hit comes out faster. Um, so last week, they added two hits to Prime Flash Slash. This week, they removed those two extra hits and instead made it so it does its normal damage on the first hit and it's normal damage again on the second hit. So it's essentially double damage from live server, which is crazy. Damn. Prime Shackles cooldown got reduced from 20 seconds to 12 seconds. Prime Fatal Blow from seven to four. They added 100% crit to Tendon Cutter for PVE only. Shadow Explosion has 100% PV, PV only uh, crit as well and now has only a nine second cooldown. So it's PVE feels wild. Like it actually feels so did good. You, did you actually go and like test it out on? I was grinding in Sakreya and it is like, I'm telling you, it feels like I have a Hadoom weapon in Sakreya. Wow. Like it feels so good. Like everything does more damage. All the cooldowns are available every single pack. It, it feels super good. Damn. Like it feels really, really good. Just like Mewa feels in PV right now. It's crazy. <laughs> on global labs i know i keep seeing people like why can't yeah, Mayo get changes yeah. like this go go try out mayo on global labs and pve dude everything i hits actually super haven't hard. tested pve at all yeah everything hits way fucking harder <laughs> all right so uh ninja uh, uh i'm being informed that aoa is starting um i think it is about to start yeah so i, I gotta we'll, we'll just get through these real quick so ninja uh succession ninja got some damage buffs for pve um and some crit no 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 they didn't get crit this time um the, oh 25 minutes 25 yeah, it's in, minutes it's in 25 minutes we're yeah we'll be good prime we time. uh prime frenzy for whatever reason they really want them to use this in pvp it now has down attack um, we can we can uh we can skip over ninja no one cares about that class and they well they, yeah. they, <laughs> they buffed prime shuriken malice and prime evasive malice by adding two additional hits to both now the pvp damage reduction changed from 50 percent to 60 percent but it's still net is going to do more damage in PvP. So it's uh, also pretty nuts. And then uh, Awakening, um, they fixed some stuff. Sudden Decap got some changes. The attack speed starts earlier, et cetera, et cetera. No nothing like too crazy. Dark Knight, 
also got some wild changes, which Mina, I knew I read it somewhere. I'm telling you it got struck through or removed, but DK got a new ability in Awakening, which I said when a while back that they were going to, but then I couldn't find the reference to where they said it, and I still don't remember where I first saw it. But they got a new skill in Awakening, and um, it's uh, it's kind of weird. It's like, so it it follows kind of the same theme as everything that happens in Awakening DK, where like, if you hold the button one way, it goes forward, or if you hold it the other way, it goes backwards. So it's unprotected if you move forward, it's forward guard if you move backwards, and it's just like an AoE hit that does the same damage as Flow Bombardment. They still did not get the protection added back to Flow Bombardment, so they are ha feel free to be sad about that. That does need to be changed. Um, Her reply is, you said Succession, not Awakening. No, I did not. It, I did not say Succession. Oh, what? No, no, no. No, I did not. That's She's conflating me describing... No, no, I'm talking, Mina, about... Remember when you tagged me and said, like, hey, you said they're getting a new skill. But I don't see a reference to that anywhere. I'm referring to that conversation. Not the conversation... Uh, not the debate on whether the flows being moved into different abilities count as new skills. Two separate things. Two separate things. Anyway, they got this new skill. Uh, they buffed Cluster Despair's damage um, by a couple hundred percent. And it, it flows like really quickly after a lot of abilities now too. Um, specifically after this new skill. It happens really, really fast. But I feel like mo I was talking to Etsu. He overall doesn't like any of the reworks, I guess he was saying. But he feels if Flow Bombardment had forward guard, that uh, DK would be pretty good, in a pretty good spot. Succession got some wild changes. So both Pre-Awaken and Prime Slanted Balance now have forward guard again, but they kept the range on the CC. So now it's just a ranged forward guard float. Uh, very similar to when Succession first came out. Um, they improved the speed of Lincoln Camouflage. Lunacy of Vadir cooldown got reduced from 12 seconds to 9 seconds. Prime Spirit Legacy from 11 seconds to 8 seconds. The PvP damage reduction rate of Prime Spirit Legacy changed the match reality. They slightly improved uh, flow termination after enforcement. And enforcement got uh, two additional hits, which is effectively a 50% damage increase. And they got guard gauge reduction on Prime Airstrike and then um, sped up the activation speed of Prime Ravage Rake. So Suck got some wild changes. Um, like actually nuts. Um, Striker and Mystic got a passive that ignores grapple resist 30%. So there's that. Um, also, yeah, that that was needed. Their guard gauge. So they have a uh, this line of text that was confusing for a lot of people, where it's like, if the guard gauge is destroyed while moving backwards, an awakening state has been changed to move backward in super armor state. So which made everyone think, why does Striker Mystic get super armor when they move backwards? But all it's really actually impacting, which is still kind of a weird change, is if they're e buffed. When their e buff is up and their block breaks, when they s block, they still have super armor during e buff. Which is odd, but that's, yeah. There's that. Um, yeah. They also removed the uh, evasion rate reduction on the leg drop flow that got moved into its own separate ability. Um, for six, for uh, Mystic, they gave the they removed the bound again from Prime Rage Hammer, so they, their combos will be good. They gave them a float on Twisted Collision Rezar. It's now identical. <laughs> it's a floating forward guard. Uh, yeah. So it's a floating forward guard. So there you go. I don't know. I don't know what to make of that, but they have it. Twisted collision so is not protected. After years float. of after years of just being sexist, they were like, "Hey guys, didn't we?" I I like to imagine this is I like to imagine this is how it went. They made that change and then forgot about it, 
And then, like, years later, they're talking about the reworks, right? And then someone goes, hey, guys, did, do you guys remember something about a, a thing we did with Mystic a while back? And everyone's like, what, what, are you ta- what are you talking about? Apparently, we <laughs> apparently we removed a float? Uh, no, I don't, I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't remember yeah. that. Like, they just completely forgot, and then they rediscover it during the reworks when they're looking through the class. Well, they also rediscovered that Ninja and Kuno's evasion was not what it is described as in the tooltip, so I'm not surprised. Yeah, so they removed the skill entirely. Yeah, pretty um, much. Alright, so uh, Awakening, they got some connection stuff, the same S-block thing. Um, they removed the slow debuff on their vacuum that they added fairly recently to the game. I believe that that got added on May 26, if I'm not rem- if I'm remembering correctly, but... That's not the slow dragon that spins in a circle. That's the actual vacuum had to slow for five seconds. That got removed. Kind of thank God. I, I don't know why it needed to be on there. Anyway, they already have slow on wave orb and dragons uh, and dragons pit. So I don't know. Um, one of their new skills, you can now add add-ons. Actually, on both of their new skills, and they sped up. Um, I couldn't tell. Like the the speed of the weird range skill they have feels faster, but that skill still feels completely useless to me. I, I think it's just a pull skill, but I, I don't know. And then Earth Collapse, which is the boot stamp one, combos much, much better now um, before and after skills. So that skill actually feels pretty sick. Um, and then Lon got the block break on Blade Dance. Um, they fixed a bug. Archer got, after using the Righteous Smite skill, the phenomenon switching to main weapon position when linking Glide to Ultimate Zephyr Leap has been corrected. Guardian got some random changes. The one thing that, uh, I don't even know if it's on here, but they can now combo Searing Fang. They can cancel Searing Fang into uh, Fierce Disdain after the first hit of Searing Fang. So if they want to do like the way Amritat described it to me, if they want a damage trade. And then they buffed the damage on three absolute abilities and Prime Claw Reveal, which is the space bar skill. So yeah, there's that. That's the class changes. That's all of them. Um, there you go. So they're still changing a dramatic amount of things every single week. Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, I'm excited for Kuno. There's, like, there's kind of, there's, there's one thing I, I, I regret not mentioning during the Maywa part. But all right, yeah, mention it. Oh well. So you know how <laughs> I said I uh, the. The new skill, Ice Pick, I kind of felt like it would have been great a few years ago kind of thing. Yeah, they, yeah. They've, been, they've been doing adjustments to it, whatnot, making things flow a lot better with it, and they added the attack speed to it, and everything's looking pretty good. Okay. I do wish that the initial lunge, the first hit of it, mm-hmm. stays as it is, but the second hit, when it does basically the copied version of uh, Frostflower, that second hit, um, I wish that was probably SA. So the first um, hit being like the the stiff whatever, and then the second hit. Can you cancel into just the second? The first hit? the first hit is stun. Um, but wait, can I cancel what? Can you can't can you do just the second hit? No. Okay, I see what you're no, saying. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. So just just the second hit, which is where the damage comes from. Just because that would from a like you could then utilize it more often in like a large scale scenario, because uh, you could potentially use it in a flanking type scenario, but uh, in you know, if you're a little bit close to the to the outskirts, uh, where a lot of AOE still going around, it might be still kind of risque. Do you actually want to keep the stun? 
Is it a catch attempt? You can. I do like the stun. Okay. I, I think the stun's actually good. I like the skill. Okay. It's just like one of those things like where yeah, I said this... before, it just wasn't what I was hoping to get, but I do like the skill. Okay. The second hit being super armor, though, would feel a lot better. I think that would feel a lot better. Okay. Gotcha. For gotcha. the intern. For, for, for the intern. I, there you go. Make yeah. the second hit super armor and give sleep step iframe and make chase not immune or make chase immune to slows. And then package it just just like that. And then package it just like that. Oh, and fix all the bugs if there's bugs. Yeah. And succession just, yeah, you need to keep going on succession. Awakening <laughs> done. All right. Uh, Rez, you want to go through the comments? Yeah, we can speed run comments real quick. All right. Um, I'm sure we have fuck, some Fuck, I just realized but... I've been doing this whole hour not on season Arsha. Damn it. All right, let me oh put my, my bets away and then I'll speed run it real quick. No, she isn't used to talking without permission. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Oh, my God, dude. Uh, So, what I'm thinking, because we don't have a lot of time, right? Yeah, which is sad, because some of these comments are highly... Oh, highly did you guys like uh, my video? They want us to talk about the manner changes. We're going to have to save that for the next time. Yeah, the manner changes. They added stuff for the uh, RP community that a lot of people are excited about. I made a thing. Did you guys watch it? Frosty, I think you watched it because you said something about it. The what? Yeah, yeah, I uh, watched it. I'm not a fan of the song, if I'm being real, but it's obviously like a very niche song, right? It's not like a... Yeah. But uh, the editing and stuff was good. Yeah, it was cool. It was unfortunate you had a Nova in the video, but yeah. <laughs> Yikes, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, it, I think it came out pretty decent for a first attempt, honestly. I'm pretty happy with it. Um. Okay. So here's here's what I'm thinking we're gonna do because since we have not a lot of time and we wanna uh we're we're doing this show differently right that's yeah. why I'm reading the comments in the first place I'm gonna flip a coin for every comment I'm gonna flip a coin Nashi your heads and Frosty your tails I'm gonna say who can comment on the comment you have to keep your comment to ten seconds or less okay I have to use the restroom real quick though okay okay right. and if you have no comment you just say no no comment. So if you okay. don't have a comment, you don't have anything that you want to talk about regarding the comment, just say no comment, and then we're moving on. Dude, you, you, know, gonna, I can't, you know I can't shut up within fucking 10 seconds. What are you doing to me? <laughs> Speed run, baby. Let's see. Is there any that need to... No spam. No spam comments this week. Wow. Crazy. What the hell happened to my... Open my comments. There they are. Alright. I got them set up, sorted by new at the bottom, waiting for Frost to get back, and we're speed running the comments. <clears throat> Nashi, you better be quick. Ten seconds or less. You gotta keep all of your responses within that time frame. I believe in you. Alright. I will do my best. Sorry about that. You ready? Yeah. Why do you sound so far away? I'm back. Okay. 
<clears throat> All right, here we go. So, Nashi, you're going to be heads. Frosty, you're going to be tails. Okay. Uh, I'm going to flip it after I read the comment. So, All here right. we go. Jet Spark says, Shy is proof that Frosty is not a white knight for literally everything PA does. Unfortunately, our changes are taking longer because they're extra special and not because the single most DP focus class was excluded from having a passive. Parentheses, we literally don't have one. We just have a funzy passive like Corsair ship sailing only for alchemy slash gathering. We may need to host a Shy Summit to finally address the class issues. It'll probably have eight hours of music playing followed by <laughs> one hour of napping, then 15 hours of debate over AP versus DP builds as both try to assert themselves as the dominant spec uh then we will push actual efforts to next year's summit nodders let's go i'm gonna flip the coin and frosty you have 10 seconds go i i don't know what he means by i'm not a white knight because of P shy. <laughs> i don't know how shy is proof that i'm not a white knight but uh yeah that summit sounds fun Alrighty, Lil Porkchop <laughs> says, Dude, I'm only playing Tamer because I love Wukong. Don't fucking tell me they made a monkey class. Flipping the coin and... Nayashi, 10 seconds, go. Uh, Well, you gotta have the male counterpart, so it is what it is, you know? And Plus, you know, the Tamer's a little sketch with being so young and, you know, <laughs> childish looking, so there you go. This oh, will help you out. God. Lord. Uh, Lil Porkchop also says the timestamps are off by an hour after the other class changes. I'll take this one. Yes, they were. Thank you, sir. I corrected them. My bad. Uh, Jay Adams says, do these podcasts happen live somewhere? Uh, Frosty, you can take this one. Yes. Twitch.tv slash SoFrosty, Twitch.tv slash NotRezlar, and Twitch.tv slash Nayashi underscore uh, New World. I mean, uh, N.A. <laughs> Oh, my shit just got minimized. I don't know what happened there. All right. Uh, the Awkward Ninja says, Circa feedback so far. Parentheses following up a discussion in Discord. One, Awakening is not too nerfed compared to Succession by grab changes. IMO Awakening is A-plus rework due to new skills, big damage, tooltips. Pray to God. Uh, pray that it transfers good, rather. Where suck is D, as in Danny literally cried on stream. A lot of people <laughs> just want rooting oh removed God. since it kind of sucks. Two, Shift Q is a 45-second cooldown, even as Prime, so not viable catch unless it comes down to like a 15-second cooldown or something that can be reasonably thrown out. Is also on the 100%, which can be awakened awkward but whatever number three succession has lost the predatory hunt cancel kind of big nerf still has a 20 second cooldown which is brutal for prime skill with the loss of cancel was a removed cc catch because not really reasonable to land for prime ancient wave prime devastation has longer cooldowns than awakening versions which really hurts suck again five suck zerker kind of didn't get the aoe bus a lot of classes got could use some on the catches number six pre-awakening still has two useless skills and falling warrock and weakling hunt our heals are just kind of 350 hp per second which doesn't really make up for them not being good damage or catches while having long cooldowns all of these have really affect suck since they don't really have much to work with since four prime skills are in 15 second cooldown or more one is a movement skill two in beast mode seven imo range grab should have two grab wait should have the two grab cooldown penalty that striker zerker etc get of the 25 so that he's saying yeah. increase the cooldown on uh ranged grab so let me flip the coin here and nayashi 10 seconds go just just grab him there you go that's all i got <laughs> that's way too much right. that's all he's yeah. got Adele Manette Rivera says, Me, Wizard Main, we have grabs XD. Flipping the coin and Frosty, 10 seconds, go. Um, Yeah, you have grabs. Double TP, <laughs> must move grab. There you go. 
Juan Dimashik, I'm going to guess. Yeah, Frosty <laughs> empathized with Wiz slash Witch, arguably the strongest class when they lost SA Voltaic, but pushed for removal of SA Block. Yeah, unbiased Frosty edit. Sun Wukong is a demon monkey. He was actually birthed from a rock that was used in the goddess Nua when she was repairing the sky. He became the leader of the monkey tribe at his place. He became a demigod or god after his journey to find a way to become a mortal. Uh, flipping the coin. Frosty, 10 seconds, go. I, did I empathize with Wizwitch, arguably the strongest class, when they lost SA Voltaic and pushed for removal of SA Block? I'm pretty sure there's a clip somewhere of me playing a giant song and dancing and being happy. So, uh, yeah. Also, right, am I pushing for the removal of SA Block? Why is that my narrative, You're over 10 seconds, sir. Calm that. down. <laughs> I hate that lie. Alright, Hydro159, Rizlar always hates Guardians, hashtag True. feels bad man. Also, the side dash is iframe into super armor. Good, but not that oh reliable. God, it's so Jesus reliable. Fucking God damn it, Guardians. I hate that. I like that the grabs cooldown has been nerfed. Now I hope they fix the hot hot hitbox. God damn, I'm struggling. On Guardians grab, both Chokeslam and Neck Impaler, because sometimes it doesn't grab the enemy even if it's two centimeters in front of you, or in the case of Chokeslam, just slide through the enemy parentheses happens a lot. And also about catching someone without grab, going to be a bit rough after the grab changes but we got to wait and see how it feels because if they don't change something else on guardian i can tell you it's gonna be very hard to do one of v1s you know what they should add they should add death screen where you could see how much damage someone did to you before you died parentheses that might be incredibly hard to implement for open world might be easier for node war slash sieges that way dk's can shut the fuck up about not doing damage uh nayashi <laughs> 10 seconds go uh you guys have some of the best protections in the game that you can chain together I don't know what to say other than that. I, I don't right. hate on guardians, but yeah, you guys, you guys are good. I don't know. What, I don't know what you're talking about. Lebo or Lebo. I'm not sure how to say this. Frosty, you really need to start uploading your YouTube channel more often, man. We need those rants more often. Uh, Nayashi, go. 10 seconds. Yeah, Frosty, you got <laughs> to upload more. <laughs> Bastard. What are you doing to your community? <laughs> Yeah, Frosty, what the fuck? Uh, Blood Wolf says at 49, uh, 47.09, Sork can't really spam iframe because you will run out of stamina guaranteed. They all say that, and yet they constantly spam iframe, and I can't hit them no matter what the yeah. fuck I do. The same will occur now with Awakening iframe spam. If you watch any Sork fighting, it's iframe skill, iframe skill, etc. We need to linger our C-swap protected skills just to manage stamina. 95% of Sork CCs are unprotected, <laughs> and protected skills get mixed between iframes to move, and then we CC in between, so whenever we are offensive, we are open to get CC'd. If you don't cap Capitalize on these moments, it's your fault. Yes, if I don't capitalize on the 0.25 second moment that you are not protected, that is definitely my fault. Now we have iframe spam. The only time you do iframe spam is when you're about to die, I have to get away from a ball. This is also after you attack, so you only have about four to five iframes left. And shadow into shadow leap into nightmare, and then exit at zero stamina. You're visible on the minimap. Our disengaged distance is still visible on the minimap as well. If one guy with the rain followed you, you will be dead. Perhaps you fight Sorks that perma iframe with hacks or something sadly i don't have access to these <laughs> perma iframe hacks. can i get this please i want to get this, uh, no, yeah, we're, going, this we're letting it choose we're letting it choose frosty go yes okay i need more than 10 seconds first of all you're i i don't care if your stamina runs out because when you're at zero stamina you still have shards and every time you have shards you get to iframe and guess what with the reworks you uh don't have to spend shards on anything in the freaking game except for goddamn iframes, all right? You have unlimited iframes. Also, your shadow leap is an iframe that recovers stamina. So when you, your example there, when you say you shadow leap into nightmare and come out with zero stamina, uh, wrong, because you gain stamina when you use shadow leap. So that's a lie. 
Uh, and no, you're this. Everything you said is a lie. I just, I'm sorry. It's a lie. 95% of your CCs are not unprotected because you use Grim, you use Storming Crow. Uh, you also now are going to have uh, Shadow Eruption. You also use Dark Flame. A lot of those are very protected. And the ones that are unprotected have a very, 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 very minute window. All right, done. All right, that's it. So, wait, 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 I, wait, I gave on, you extra time. No, 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 that's it, that's it. I already gave him extra time. Damn We're it, moving on. Damn it. The, the, Moose <laughs> the Moose Assassin says, my thoughts in regards to the cooldown for guys being longer. I think this is a good step in the right direction. How oh, my God, there's so much here. However, there are oh, still Moose other Sassin, things to be considered bastard. that PA has yet to address. SA slash FG turtle classes. PA did mention they were going to do something about this. Depending on how this part is handled, the classes with SA, FG that have grabs can still hide behind their FG install. Depending on how this is done classes without grabs have the potential to still be on the lower end since whatever changes to FGQ and S block would affect them as well. Either way, I think this is good and I welcome the grab changes. Me personally, I think Tamer's grab should be a bit higher, but since a uh, bit higher since she has Doggo, which adds more pressure on you, especially if you don't have a grab or liable iframe to dodge it, then yeah, but I still like the changes though. Edit one. In regards to Musa, I think this is good, but I'll reserve my judgment until all the reworks are completed. It's too soon to judge, but PA is definitely making headway. Also, Musa still doesn't have reliable iframe. The arrow iframe is too clunky for me but we'll see what happens come friday edit two as far as you guys argument about possible solution regarding safg classes with grabs being able to rotate sa even after the block is broken here's an idea let safg blocks still stay however classes without grabs on average versus any class with safg that has a grab should not have an sa rotation to use basically i'm saying is for instance why in god green earth does guardian have 20 plus sa skills much of which isn't even used guardian complained about slow but a slow sa skill means that you can stay in SA animation longer. Back to my suggestion, all classes don't have a grab versus classes with no SAFG block that have grab and classes with SAFG block uh, that have a grab should not have SA skills to actually do a complete SA rotation like classes that have no grabs. For is exception since they just spam iframe. <laughs> I'd like to hear your thoughts. Yeah, they do. Tell them, Usasa. Tell them. <laughs> Those all comments back to back is the duality of all man. Sorts uh, do Frosty, spam go. Iframes. Ten seconds. All right. I just want to say I agree. Sorks do spam iframes. They are the exception. <laughs> Bastard Sorks. Uh... Avin Noctiu says, who cares about grab who cares about grab hitbox as long as desync exists? You'll just get grabbed regardless. Uh Frosty, ten seconds, go. I mean you're more likely to get desync grabbed if the hitbox is huge. So even you should care about it. Alright, Mr. Spectacular37 says another banger. Also, which class benefits from using DR build thanks? And this one's going to Nayashi, ten seconds, go. DR build, pretty much every class can benefit from using DR build, but, uh, uh, shit, which ones? I guess Warrior would be one of the ones that benefits no, the most. No, it's easier Valkyrie. to say the ones that don't, dude. Just don't do it on Striker Mystic. The others you probably yeah. can. Yeah, that's true. All right. Clow Killer one says they had so much good momentum in the summer and then it all went to shit. I think they try to do weirdworks now, so they have new stuff to release around the time Lost Ark comes out. This one's going to Nayashi, go. Please don't fall into the Lost Heart trap again. Just don't do it. What does that mean? All right. What Lost Heart trap? He doesn't want to elaborate and his time's over. <laughs> Alucard right. says, The worst thing besides resist <laughs> is when I CC a striker or mystic on the grab attempt. I do a combo because it's so short they get up and grab anyway after they resist the second <laughs> CC. That was so stupid. I think it's a great change. If anything, make the cooldowns a little bit longer. 17 seconds. And I think DK changes so far. Amazing. Damn near bust it. They spelled near N E apostrophe E R. Interesting. 
Damn near busted shattering change. I don't know why. Also, slanted nerf. Not a fan. Actually, use slanted a lot. One of my primary CCs, but overall, amazing, amazing changes. This one's going to Nash. You go. Yeah. Honestly, I lost all that. Um, <laughs> what is happening over in I don't brain, know. dude? I'm I past, imagine past my if, if you could all somehow right. see through Nayashi's skull, I'm pretty sure it looks like a dryer just spinning clothes around. <laughs> We're almost done. We're almost done. We're almost done. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. Andros Luengo yeah. says, I always hear you complaining about how unbalanced our range grabs. Did you consider how it affects classes that lack mobility than others have? As an example, Corsair Sage have insane mobility compared with Nova Succession, which I am, by the way. Just saying because you complain about Nova Awakening, which I agree with it being OP, but I don't believe, I, I believe you don't consider her on how those nerfs will affect Succession. Just reached the resist part of the video, couldn't disagree more with what PA states more. I believe that resists are quite awful for the investment you take to have them for what they do. While I do agree with the fact that you shouldn't be able to resist while you're already CC'd, what kills the game more is Prima Super Armor Rotations, where you pretty much have immunity to all CCs except grab, then the resist system. If you have basic buffs and equipment, you're already nullifying most of the resistances that enemies have. Elk Cards plus Vel, Kron, Buff, Kudum already nullifies 44% of all resist, 4% all resist from 4 Hooms nullified, 10% grab resist from 2 Black Magic, Precision nullified, 50% Kitty Bound, 10% Stun Stuff Freezing resist from Adamantes, 10% left uh, of the first second nullified. Uh, crystals spin to bypass resistances too. Crystals countered eight. Sound pretty insane to me that people are complaining about resistances, but like I said, yeah, I agree. The issue of resisting while ADCC, you shouldn't be able to. New systems sound absurd. 44% base ignore resist from default items buffs. It drops maximum from 80% to 36, which is laughable, but I have to admit it's funny, though nobody complains about classes being able to rotate super armors instead. Nayashi, go. I mean, yeah, I, I think for them commenting on their they're weirded out by people uh, being upset about the resistances and whatnot i i think this the changes that pa did is pretty solid i think it's going to have pretty profound impact on both large scale and 1v1 and i'm interested in seeing how it's going to you know play out for people's like gear sets and when people swap out resistances that they would primarily focus on they're going to inherently make it easier for people to cc them in the long run so that's what I foresee happening. And I think All it's right, 10 be seconds, Nayashi. 10 yeah. seconds. Methios War says, I'm, I'm also whining about Suck not getting buffed. They're the ones that shoved Suck in our face while number one, they wanted it, couldn't handle balance as was. They wanted Suck, so make it work. I don't know exactly what that means, but uh, Nayashi, go. 10 seconds. I mean, I agree that a lot of classes' successions are not getting the proper reworks like they should. And Wow, that's, seriously. That's says, basically. listen, I'm so tired of hearing Zerkers sound like victims when they are meta class right now. <laughs> Do you know meta means above average and possibly broken? Awaken over other class being more broken is not a valid point as well. Zerkers, since the bond skills have gained ways to CC outside of grab, don't need further compensation. Also, to Frosty's point, stated in a stream recently, the context being toward Maywa of what or how to buff the class, he stated damage can fix a lot of problems, which Seismic has done. They all they have already reworked Titan Blow to become good and another new skill that uh, that's good already given in the reworks. Effectively spreading out the damage outside of Q-Buff is beyond ridiculous how entitled the Zerker community is when they've gotten some of the most significant buffs to address the main issue of being good outside of Seismic and Q-Buff in large scale. It's just crazy how when you look at Zerker's complaint when the complaints or concerns were positively addressed unlike other classes. Also the whining about nurse to grabs when they don't even use every grab and also reduced one of the grabs by five uh, seconds as well. Uh, Nayashi, go. Uh, I I don't agree with damage being the solution to a lot of problems. I mean, in some cases it might, but ultimately I think a combination of damage, utility, and other aspects that benefit a class would ultimately fix it. So, 
All right, XY says, you said you don't want Tamer's grab to be worse, uh, such as being slower, so tell me how you expect Suck Tamer to catch people now. Scratch no longer CC, Surging Tide no longer CC, Throat Burn no longer CC, you can't spam Roaring. The only good CC Suck Tamer has left is if the grab becomes slow grab, is fearful trembling. Do you expect Suck Tamer to catch people with upward claw, trample, stretch kick, or do you want Suck Tamer to hide and void lightning and roaring forever? Wait for someone to run into it. Well, you can't even do that because the pet stops doing the pet CC as soon as the Tamer takes damage now. Hopefully by the time you read this, the Scratch and Surging Tide nerf will be reverted. Uh, now nah, she go. Frosty, you're getting fucked I, on these. Sorry. I I agree that the scratch change was actually kind of surprising. I did not anticipate that happening, and kind of feel like that should be reverted. Um, yeah, because then you're just basically playing around your void and your pet, trying to get a CC for you more often, or just focusing on grab, and it's just a weird strategy. Awaken yeah. Mystic Main says, not everyone agreed, and yes, indeed, the devs, much like you on the podcast, do not fully think things through, how this affects classes outside Pier 1v1 vacuum, it seems. Example being when PA was cried about and Frosty could not understand how nerfing PA would buff range classes even further. They arbitrarily nerfed every grab without taking into account what classes can deal with blocks if a grab is resisted. Am I now meant to ask Valks and Warriors if I can gushing waters their blocks down? I can't wait to see Valks and group play just sit and block. I say he'll go back into block to drool some more. Also, if S blocks are nerfed on live, the imbalance between ranged and melee classes will be. And then I have no option to click read more, but I'm assuming there's more. There but, isn't uh, any more. This is an auto frosty, in my opinion. All right. This is well, uh well the the statement Frosty could not understand how nerfing PA would buff range classes even further. Uh, I never couldn't understand the concept of that. The problem was it's not reason enough to not nerf PA. PA was a crutch yeah. that needed to be changed dramatically. It was really bad. I, I still don't like the way PA works. I still think it buffs too much. I think it's still way too relied on. So yeah, no, uh, I did understand it and I, I appreciate the condescension, but you are wrong. I'm pretty confident, I, I don't mean to take this over time, but I'm pretty confident that if you go back in the podcast to when we talked about PA needing to be nerfed, uh, we also said that it needs to be, uh, you need to buff the tankiness of melee classes as yeah. well. Otherwise, they'll just get fucked. All right, we're in a rush. Um, Hyper rush. We're in a now. rush. Okay. Edgekin Esmer, need more guests, invite not the worst uh, DK streamer. Uh, we'll take it into consideration. Thank you. Daz says, TBH, I don't care much about the ball anymore except for the free stuff. That is <laughs> a very reasonable thing, opinion to have. Nothing is king says, I wish you guys had more console players to get their input for reworks. I think we need both sides of the community because pushing stuff through with only PC feedback really affects console. I can tell you right now, Zerk on console seriously hate the Zerk rework. Uh, my understanding is that console's kind of dead. <laughs> Sorry, brother. <laughs> Uh, hey, Alexander, we could bring on Sly or, or Guido or something. We could bring on a fun. console guest. We, yeah. we we should look into that. But my understanding is that console is really kind of struggling these days. Alexander Auxier says, "Okay, these DK changes made me sad. Maybe they'll revert shattering bombardment changes. Also, why nerf slain to balance for awakening? Then not give it range change. They gave succession. Frost, you got anything to say on this? Um, well, they 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 reverted the slanted thing. So yeah, there but I, I agreed Sinhan. with his thought. But they reverted it anyway. So yeah." Sven Hun says, I still wish Succession never happened. All this time was just been actually balancing classes the way they were. Uh, Nash, you want to take that? Um, yeah, that's probably fair to say. I, I mean, you got to understand, though, people like the old styles, and that's why they they also opted to implement Succession. So it is what it is. Yep. And you just got to take uh, it for what it is. 
Dark Shadow says, I love resistance in PvE, but I hate it 1v1, especially in classes, get it naturally via passive, cough, cough, suck, Valk. But I think they are necessary in large-scale IMO, yeah, but I would be okay with them in PvE only. I would agree with that sentiment. Swee says, sometimes I just want to see Musa nerf to the ground so oh we can God. all see baking cake, smelly face, drop ones more. E.g. make Musa chase has rubber banding effect of spam, or when chased two <laughs> times in a row, decrease health by 5%, wink, wink, in turn. While on the topic of classes, are you guys hyped about the new class according to the Chinese legend? Wukong is a divine demon monkey, not an ape frosty, who can shape shift at will and rise a magic cloud. Anyway, well done, guys. Love the podcast. Listen to you even, uh, even when I am sad or having a bad, such an entertaining show. Bear forth host, please. He spells bear wrong, too, which I love. Uh, frosty thoughts about mm. uh, not an ape? I agree, all of it. I agree, <laughs> all of it. We should have scared bear as the fourth host. I agree. Uh, Martinas Nalivaika says arenas could make so many people happy. Personally, would motivate myself to learn more about PvP, which I am interested in, but feel like DFS or RBF is just not enough. Yes, arenas, please. We talked about this before. For the love of God, please, please. Laggy Skills says great podcast as always. Big shout out Reslar for slaying the casting on the three v three tournament thing. Casting had me hyped to watch. Really made it more enjoyable, especially when there's one million things happening. One second, Frosty, please give Reslar a pad on the head. I need a pad, sir. Pad uh, I love head. you all. Keep looking forward to the podcast every week. Appreciate the support. Thank you very much. Minaria says rejoice, fellow Vidir. Uh, we battled hard with bloodied swords and sharped sharped words and alas we were victorious our precious slanted frontal guard has been returned to us please do not lay down your weapons as we have yet another foe to conquer for from tomorrow we shall march on bombardment bring victory from the hands of yet another opponent ready your swords and we shall conquer or we shall win once again frosty <laughs> yes sorry i'm watching yes. the tournament's begun no you're good rng anomaly says uh i'm i'm sorry but berserker has the hardest hitting skill maybe the longest cooldown but come on maybe you won't have Grant connected. I I cannot read this comment. I'm sorry. Uh, core skills, straight up best BSR. Okay, so basically Zerker is broken because seismic and BSRs. Got it. Uh, wow, seriously says, how did they prioritize reworks when certain succession kits little to no negative attention compared to their counterpart? I.e. Zerk, Musa, Maywa, Tamer, CC potential, and Sork focusing reworks as an excuse for no content only works oh when every kit God. is addressed. Digital took the first round against Cho. Oh, no. Yeah, uh, Suck needs more love in the reworks. All right, that's it. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Uh, Frosty has sorry to about do the, time the crunch, uh, guys. tournament thing. Yeah, sorry for the time crunch. Uh, we're going to be taking next week off because it is Thanksgiving weekend, so you won't see a show from us next week. Um, but, yeah, uh, check out our Twitch streams, twitch.tv slash SoFrosty. Thought uh, slash not Rizlar and slash Nashi underscore NA can all be found in the description. Thank you to the patrons. Thank you to the Twitch subscribers, and we'll see you all next week.